Welcome to PS5. Welcome, everybody. We're talking about PS5. We have a a guest today. We have a guest. A guest. And emphasis on gate. This is our friend Omar. Hi, everybody. This is Omar. And yes, I am gay. I'm proud of you, Omar. Thanks. I can't believe you were so brave for came out here on the podcast. Yeah. Um because it's you know, they needed a gay guy. They just found one on the street. Exactly <laughs> what happened. Good. I mean, it's literally in our URL. It's a gay-guy. Yep. And um, I guess we can't really say that's a true statement. But now we can. Yeah, we actually have a gay guy now. We win. Yeah. I see this as an absolute win. Is that a real thing? There was uh, Does that count no, uh, <laughs> no organized uh, plot here. <laughs> no. <laughs> 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 they just said we need a gay guy for for secure purposes. <laughs> guys, we just need security here, guys. <laughs> guys, we're we're going pride uh yes, flag all the, over. It's the pride special. It's what it is. Pride special. To be fair, would you like a little more pride today? Please, please. Well, okay. little, we actually have had gay guests already, or at least a gay guest. Yes, we have actually. Tina. I don't count. Uh, Anjira. And sure. There you go. Boom. Oh, she's bisexual. Well, shit. There you go. I mean, I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> James is like. Yeah. Got him. Well, they're just trying to find as many gay people as they can. We're, collect- we're starting a collection. <laughs> any gay people want to become our friends? We're, we're going to bring you in. we got a nice place for you. Hey, this guy's gay. Let's get him in. <laughs> it, it, it grants immunity. We're bringing all the guys into the closet. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I mean, a lot of gay people, they found their way out of the closet. We're bringing them back in. We're like, where are you going? No. <laughs> Y'all are still in the closet. I left the closet already. Sorry. Yeah. Well, well, we're yeah. dragging you back in. You no, understand? Okay. I, don't, I don't want to be in a closet. We want to include you in the closet. That's okay. Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'll go back to my closet. <laughs> yeah, my it's got blackjack and hookers how many more fucking dudes can you fit in this closet <laughs> not too many more you would be surprised <laughs> i bet i would i was gonna say his his cheeks spread pretty wide that is true that we, is... i may never know that we had a hell of a time getting you in okay. this closet i want to point out he said he may may Ooh. never know that may it's, it's may it's also june yeah. I bet if you, I bet, I bet, I bet you and Andrew would gang rape me nah. if I allowed it. Nah, bro. Why I wouldn't not? allow that. I'm sorry. Why not? He's the jealous type. No, I'm not jealous at all. Really? It's called exclusivity. Mm. Uh, oh, what are you? Minus five. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump into that topic. Yeah. Yeah, Let's segue. Right into that. <laughs> All right, all right. Since okay, so Omar is a big Sony fan. Acceptable. Mm, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, okay, okay, okay. okay. I'll, let, I'm, just, I'm just gonna let him talk. Let me explain myself, okay? <laughs> so I've been console gaming from the very start. I've never owned a PC. Okay. Right. One because I grew up in a very poor family, so having a computer in general wasn't something that we could do. I would often go to the library or stay late at school to use the computer, and I would play games maybe not the high-end pc games but i enjoyed playing on on computers Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i've always wanted a pc just could never afford one right so now that i have this better job in a better position i started being able to save more money so every now and then i would save 50 to 100 dollars per paycheck and eventually you know daddy trump gave us a thousand dollars oh yeah and that 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 just kind of made it easier to buy one so i went ahead and dropped 
$2,000 and I got a PC. Yeah. Right? It's now, fuck. Yeah, but it's worth it, though. It's worth it. Yeah. That's pretty um, right there. Considering that the next generation is literally mm. about to start this year, uh, I was going to get a PlayStation 5 anyway. Now, and that's only because I enjoy the exclusive games that PlayStation has. Sony has been doing a good job, and they've been putting out these really awesome games, and mm-hmm. I enjoy playing those games, right? Fuck they're yeah, big, dude. and they're... And their their storytelling is really it's, it's it's really good. Now, don't keep in mind that I also enjoy playing a lot of other variety games because ever since I got a job and was able to afford buying games, started exploring more, started exploring more games, more possibilities. And so, yes, I've been wanting to get a PC forever. Now, now that I've made the jump to PC, right? I only play on PC, and often we'll go back and play with my console friends. Mm-hmm. But that's only because. I have console friends. If I didn't have any console friends, then I would stay on PC and you know try to make a living off of that. But I'm I'm loyal. I'm loyal to to both. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't really favor one over the other. I just I like to play games. Now, PC is is where I'm going to be playing priority most of my time because it's it's PC. Oh yeah, good man, good man. Dude, um, PC's master race, dude. Yep. Is your master race? Uh, that's racist. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it's just Sorry. games. Um, and yes, PC <laughs> does have PC. total PC does thing have, to say. Uh, <laughs> more range to cover, and that's what I enjoy about it. Is that at any moment I can play whatever game I want to. Um, yeah. Now making the jump, I'm really glad that I that I decided to do it as soon as what was it last month that I finally got my PC wor- working up and yeah. running. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It was actually a really good transition because literally we're about to enter the next generation of games. Um, now, if you've been a PC player for for a long time, that's pretty much every fucking month. Um, but for me, it felt like a really good transition because it almost feels like going from middle school to high school. Like you're whether or not you get a PC or not, going from PS4 to PS5 is going to be a a major a major jump. Yeah. Because um, for console gaming, it happens maybe every six to seven years. Yeah. Yeah. Versus PC, it's literally just every other day that you can make a make a change. Um, so for me, it was a really cool, smooth transition because eventually it was going to happen. But being that PS5 is coming out, it was an easier transition. Yeah. Um, See, but you got a beefy fucking computer, man. Your, your computer is going to like keep up with PS5 pretty yeah. easily. Omar yeah. did not make a uh, a cheap build by any means. He So just to... Knock Sony down a peg here. The, P- the PS5, <laughs> that's great and all, but Omar's computer is like 10 PS5s. So it's like, you still got nothing I would, on his PC. I wouldn't PC. say it's 10 PS5s, because I've actually looked at the stats that the PS5 is pulling right yeah, now. The, and it's, it's The specs on a PS5 yeah. are, up there. Are, are pretty good. They decided to, well, I mean, I could get into it, but just to kind of put it into, into a very vague uh, comparison... Um, the PS5 is pretty much what PC is today, okay. mm-hmm. yeah. but yeah. but that's today. Obviously, a PC like when it comes to the electronics in general, yeah. Um, every year it gets better and better. Yeah, right? true. Two years, maybe, maybe two yeah. years. Because but... literally next year, all the new generation stuff for PCs coming out, yeah. and it's gonna blow PS5 and Xbox One out the water or yeah. Xbox S, whatever. Per usual. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's a true. thing. That's the that's the beauty of PC is the upgradeability. The yeah, the ability to be able to just upgrade at any point whenever. Yeah. Um, but what's some PC? What's some PS5 exclusives that you're specifically excited about? Because I know that the the 
the whole debut just happened like a couple days ago. So one of the biggest games that they announced is Marvel Spider-Man Miles yeah. Morales. Mm, mm, yeah. Uh, what what Sony did state is that it's not going to exactly be a sequel. It's going to be an expansion, a very large expansion at that. Yeah. Um, because but standalone, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it is going to be a standalone. It's going to be a big game. Yeah. Um, yeah. but it's going to use some of the same assets that the last game used, except it's going to be a continuation. Hmm. And it's and that's why they're able to do it like two years afterwards because games nowadays aren't really that easy to make. Considering that games get bigger and bigger every time, it's the the, the time it takes to make them gets longer. Yeah. yeah. And so I guess they played the smart card and decided to just continue the madness. Yeah. Um, and make a sequel or a expansion as they're calling it. I'm I'm actually personally excited for Miles Morales because he is actually a really good superhero that yeah, was well character. written out. Yeah, he's, and, a, he's a good Spider-Man. Yeah, and plus like. In my personal opinion, I don't think Hispanics get a huge recognition in video games. Mm-hmm. And this is like that one half that mix that you get of a, of a Hispanic. Yeah. Um, it's nice to see So, that. Miles Morales is a, is a fairly new Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I say fairly new because he's he's had a, he's had a few years yeah. since yeah. his debut. Um, versus like Peter Parker, who's been generations oh, behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he fits in really well. He fits in really well with this generation and the following generations. Yeah. Um yeah, he's he's part if I'm if I'm correct. He's half black and Hispanic, right? Yeah, yeah. It, Puerto Rican, I believe is, is okay. what it is. He's, he's part Puerto Rican. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, his mother his mother is Hispanic and his father is African American. Yeah. See, that makes sense. That actually <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Yeah, he's a, yeah. <laughs> um but uh, other than other than the Spider-Man, uh there was a recent title that came out a few years ago called Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Oh my god. Where it was Dude. a post-apocalyptic game that involved hunting and destroying robot dinosaurs. Dude, a lot of comparisons to Breath of so the Wild. So fucking good though, yeah. man. That game is so the game, good. The game is really, really good. Visually, it was amazing. The combat was really smooth as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the storytelling was also very fantastic. Kind of gave off a Terminator vibe where they had this really big virus that they had to worry about. Yeah. That took over the whole world pretty much. Yeah. Uh, and then the sequel is coming out. It's called Horizon Forbidden West. Mm-hmm. And New that's going to be even bigger and more exciting. I, I'm yep. excited because uh, the world itself was very well built. Mm-hmm. And it, it gives you an archaic feel, but at the same time, it keeps the new tech in there oh, with, yeah. the, with the robots. Mm-hmm. And and that's hard to do to mash up those two. Yeah. You know, mashing up some like uh caveman fighting a robot fucking dinosaur and then you get some like ro- robotic weapons and things like that. Like that's just fucking genius. So the the developer yeah, behind cool. it is uh Guerrilla Games. And if you're not familiar with Guerrilla Games, they made all the Killzone games. Yeah. Yeah. So if anything, they got a good hand in futuristic combat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I can see that being successful. Yeah. yeah, and all their games look fantastic too. They've got yeah. they've got graphics nailed to like a T. Oh, yeah. And that's that's you know that's this is I think if there was like a game that is meant to showcase PS5's new like graphics tier, this is that's this sequel is that game. Definitely. There are old favorites as well. Uh, Ratchet and Clank being one Fuck of yeah. Sony's and then they're doing a new one on that one. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. a new one coming out, and apparently this one's supposed to be. Uh, a very wild game, considering that a lot is happening on screen at once. Yeah, um, I, being I, able to apparently teleport from reality to reality. See, what I like about that is is um, it's showcasing uh, Sony's like ability to have no more load screens. Mm. Oh yeah, of course. Because they with their whole, I think they put a MVME in there, if I remember correctly. It's an uh, yeah, it's a very, it's actually 
a state-of-the-art SSD. Yeah. Because it was they, a custom one, right? It was a custom SSD, yeah. and according to a lot of reports, um, they they are their console will have the next generation of SSD that apparently won't be available to the public. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, you know, they're, they they got some hands in it. I'm sure it will be available later down the road, most likely. Yeah, of course. Sometime but, next year, for sure. Yeah, yeah. but the, the, your only chance of even experiencing something like that will be on the PS5, which, you know, that was their whole goal was, you know, if you want to experience something new and fresh, you, you buy a PS5. You know? see, yeah. see, but one thing that I think that this is where PC is still better is that um, you can raid all of your, your hard drives and your SSDs. Yeah. Whenever you raid your shit, dude, it you become exponentially load faster mm-hmm. because you can jump from like what 500 megabytes a second to like a gigabyte to even like 20 gigabytes if you go balls to the wall per second loading that's insane fast yeah another game that's that's uh, got a lot of crowds excited is uh, a remastered demon souls hmm. oh, yeah. oh yeah dude yeah. remastered I mean, demon souls dude demon souls was my favorite dude yeah okay here's the thing oh here we go yeah, yeah, here we go. <laughs> All right. If you've never played the original Demon Souls, you can fuck off with this. Oh, this is really cool. Demon Souls for PS5. Fuck off. Because in order to understand how good of a game it was, you needed to have played the original. Dude, it was you, you, hard. You, you can't just hop in on this one and be like, oh, I've played Demon Souls. No, you haven't. Dude. No, you haven't. You <laughs> haven't. You don't know the hard. Demon yeah. Souls on PS3 was a bitch to play dude i fucking but, but cried here's the so thing. much at that game here's what i don't like is demon souls like the dark souls uh like franchise mm-hmm. okay demon souls is directly related yeah, okay they the- had people from demon souls help make dark souls yeah okay that's how it came to be all right pc is the biggest buyers of that uh series yeah, the Soul series. So you made it a PS5 exclusive just to sell your PS5 like Nintendo did with Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Which is a dirty move. Because you cut out your largest buyers mm-hmm. of your game just to sell your fucking console. I mean, it's the same thing that they did with the whole Epic Games when that came out on PC. You yeah. know, it, it was a dumb move for the people who made the game. But I mean... A year later, we ended up still getting those games. You know, like the the whole Metro being exclusive to Epic well, for like a good year. That's yeah. what I'm saying is going to happen. If if they really keep it exclusive, okay, they won't. It, 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 there's going to be the seven day pirate. Uh, <laughs> there's going to be a pirate invasion. That that's actually a joke in in like the PC community. Whenever there's exclusives that people don't agree with. I was telling Omar about this. Someone cracks the game mm-hmm. and gives it to everyone for free. Mm-hmm. That way you purposely lose money. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's what happened to Metro. That's what happened to Borderlands 3. Yeah. Okay. And it's <laughs> happened to console games. Yeah. Because when people download the game to their console, you downloaded all the shit there. All someone's got to do is put in a flash drive, do a little bit of like coding and shit like that, and they can put it right on the computer and open have a file right there. But all right, everyone, enjoy. And then you can just fuck your actually sp- like mod the fuck out of it too. Yeah, with PC and, and no one paid for it. Yeah. You know, I think that wasn't even like their intention. I'm pretty sure uh, of anybody you know from software knew where the community was. I think them of all people know that they would have 
more chance of earning more money if they released if they released it on PC. I'm sure they knew that. Yeah. I think what they wanted to go with is they kind of wanted to honor the game by releasing it on the console, that, or at least re- releasing the that, that particular game uh, on the console where it started. Yeah. And I'm sure eventually because it did, it went from PS3 to 360, and then PS4, and then Xbox One and PC and I'm sure it'll happen eventually. It's just I, I think their way of maybe honoring the game was to just remaster it exclusively. I mean, they did the same thing with um, Monster Hunter 2, didn't they? It became console first it and was then PC first, after. And that, that was only because they needed to make sure the game worked. Mm-hmm. Um, the they, they wanted to make a bigger game and one the size of an MMO. Yeah. And they picked consoles to do it. And I believe Monster Hunter Worlds was yeah it was first on console and then they made it to PC and. But one thing that did happen, okay, and I looked this up just to make sure I was correct, because I I th- I think I, because I think I had an idea, but I, I needed to make sure. Yeah. All the Monster Hunter games mm-hmm. that were for PSP and stuff like that, and they weren't releasing them for computer. Mm-hmm. People put them all on emulator. I believe people it. took the game from PSP. And put it all on emulator. Yeah. And we're just like, uh, no, we're not buying your shit. Everyone hears all the games. Enjoy. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying this Demon Souls stuff might not go over well for them. Like, I understand what you're saying about they want to honor honor the, the game. I respect that. Demon Souls, uh, for, anyone, classic, dude. for anyone who actually played it on like PS3 and, or in stuff like that, you know? Classic. It, there was no doubting that it was... Probably, I would say, still one of the best uh, Dark Souls series fucking games. Well, Demon Souls is really its own thing, yeah. but Souls, yeah, but a, a, a Soulsborne game that was the shit. Okay, I beat that game several times, and I almost punched my screen eighty times. You know what else? I, what else I think <laughs> makes the game difficult is the, the was the PS3's wonky controller. Oh yeah. Honestly, I, I think that. that one of the, that's one of the reasons why the game was difficult was because it was a very difficult game to play. And and not not just because it was difficult, but because it was difficult to play. Yeah. But it was still like a really really fucking fun game and I and I give them mad props for even just making a remake in general for it. So, I I I am definitely excited. I, I definitely won't buy be, be buying a PS5 or the new Xbox just because mm-hmm. I would rather save my money because I'm going to be upgrading my PC anyway. There was a lot of questions I got whenever I commented on a, a Facebook post where someone was saying, like, why, why buy a PS5? It's, it's shit. Or Xbox, well, Xbox One X is better. And Sorry. because, because I, I, I tend to be non-biased about everything, um, my response was that I would buy a PS5 solely because right now Xbox and just Microsoft in general does not have many exclusives to really sell me an Xbox One X. Uh, they, no, that's true though. They are, or what is it called? Series X, not Xbox One X. Yeah. Um, their main focus is backwards compatibility, which is really cool, mm-hmm. but... I don't want to buy an Xbox Series X to play a game from 2005. Right. Yeah. Like, if I wanted to, if I wanted to play Halo Anniversary 2, or was it Halo 2 Anniversary? I'm sorry mm-hmm. I said that wrong. Um, Same shit. <laughs> I could go buy an Xbox for like 50 bucks and buy a game for $10. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny you mentioned that 
because Microsoft actually put all their games up for sale on PC. On, on PC, PC. And, yeah. and, and I don't know if you looked at the uh, the chart yet, or if anyone looked at the chart. Mm-hmm. I did because I'm a faggot. <laughs> uh, but they their sales skyrocketed. Like when they came out with that Master Chief collection, all the Halo games from remastered to the old ones are all out on Steam now. Oh yeah, dude, boom. So that also like, that also begs the question: like, why does anyone, especially if you're a PC owner, why does anyone need to buy an Xbox Series X? Yeah, right. Um, because people buy the title. I mean, this I mean, is. I think this is the biggest reason why anybody would buy a console in general, is just for the comfortability that you would have on your yeah. couch. Um, PC doesn't have that same comfortability. You can if you buy all the necessary accessories and portability. Yeah, yeah. 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 Consoles have a way better portability compared to a fucking. And you may be PCs. casual. Like you don't have to. Like you, you can be just like. <laughs> the, the, in order to get into the PC community, you really have to. Like it doesn't it doesn't take a whole lot, but you do have to kind of like get past that hump of like, oh wait, this isn't that hard. Um, you have to like talk with people, like probably have friends who have PCs so that you can kind of see what it's like. Mm-hmm. Whereas with, if it's like, I want to play Call of Duty, you can be like, all right, I'll get an Xbox. Boom, there we go. Now yeah. I can play my newest Call of Duty. Yeah. So to kind of go back on that on that post that I was talking about, um, you know how PlayStation is releasing two versions of itself. Right, they're the releasing. Yeah, they're releasing the standard, which is the the disc the, one, the one that comes with the disc drive, yeah. and then they're releasing a all digital version that has no disc drive. Yeah. Um, on that same post, someone was saying, why bother buying a disk drive? And I said, well, someone like me, who has 4K HDR movies, physical uh, movies, I could watch them on there. Yeah. Uh, I made that decision even before the PS5 was, was a, even like a thing. Because I knew that the PS4 did not have, it does, it does not have 4K capability. Yeah. Um, and I knew that the next console they were going to release was going to have that. Yeah. So... Even to this day, I have a I have a large collection of 4K movies that right. I can't watch, that I knew that the, the PS5 was going to have it. Yeah, and that it's so, funny because that was the same reason I bought the PS3 because the PS3 had the Blu-ray and, and uh, it was capability. the cheapest Blu-ray player at the time. Yeah, yeah. you could play games, but you could also watch movies. Granted, yep. it was six hundred dollars, but you could buy games and watch movies yeah. for the same price of a single Blu-ray player at the time. Mm-hmm. It was just one of the best combos you can get. Yeah, and yeah. then eventually it became the cheapest Blu-ray player. Mm-hmm. So that is the case, this one. Now, there is no price yet. Sony has no price for it yet. $1,200, no. $3,000. It's going to be six seven hundred. my best guess. six seven hundred. No one really knows, not even the boss. Hmm. Because they, they've been talking about how price has not been the main priority. If anything, their priority is to obviously sell us a good console. Yeah, um, that should be their priority. They People are speculating that the reason why there's no price is because Sony is waiting to see what Microsoft says. Because Microsoft hasn't put a price either. Mm-hmm. Fair. Yeah, they're going to have a, a whole price war with that. Especially when it comes around for the holidays. Yeah, no doubt the PS5 will be a different price because obviously having a disc drive makes it more expensive. Right. By possibly fifty to a hundred dollars more. Yeah. So they're kind of playing the card of like, which console do you want? You know, this one's cheaper, but it's got no disc drive. Yeah. This one has a disc drive, but it's a little more expensive. So not only are they making it easier or more difficult for Sony fans, but it's just like they, they you got options. Yeah. We'll see, but the one thing I think too. Um, they did. They did the smart move by making a discless uh, PS5, in my opinion. Yeah, of course. Because this today's media in general has already gone digital. You can stream almost any movie you want, 
and it you have netflix hulu i mean everything i know amazon so it's one of those like do you really have to spend that extra hundred bucks you know kind of here's another kicker that you guys are gonna have fun with uh the ps5 has reported to have a 850 gigabyte hard drive oof or i'm sorry an ssd oof so when you're a digital console oof (laughs) <laughs> 850 ain't shit ain't shit you're gonna, really you're gonna be able to shit. play five games you also <laughs> you also gotta take into account the uh the os yep os is gonna OS probably is gonna get a good hundred a good, of that yep and then right now the biggest game on playstation 4 not even released yet is over 100 gigabytes hmm. the last of us 2 comes out this friday and that one is shipping with two discs, two Blu-ray discs. That's a that's fifty gigabytes each disc. That's, that's a huge dumb. game. Yeah, it's a very big game. Yeah, p- and, and that's a PS4 game. And you got to think about even the uh, Grand Theft Auto Five is a huge fucking game. Oh yeah, and that's that going to be one of their initial kickers, too. Yeah. So that, with, especially with all the DLC added on. Dude. I recall mm-hmm. Sony saying that they're going to have or they're going to give you the ability to add your external memory drive. If you will, which they should, yeah. which they they should. Yeah. Um, I have not read too much into it, but I believe they did say that at start you won't be able to. But it'll mm. come at a at a future update. Right. Mm. Um, that's gonna that's gonna scare people away it, to it, Xbox. It will be. So that's why I'm I'm kind of on the fence about it. But that decision of releasing a digital only console with and and you know what it may just be because more more space means more expensive. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they're probably putting that into play where they say if we, if you want bigger space, like, we'll give you bigger space, but it will probably cost you. So mm-hmm. it just comes yeah. down to what what you want to do as a consumer. We'll yeah. see. The other thing, the other option that Sony has too here is that they can make a cloud service or a streaming cloud service. They have one. It's called PlayStation Now. Right, and that right there is going to be a big jump into you know having people want to go to Sony compared to Microsoft. It's been it's been fairly successful. Um, whether they will put launch titles on it is up to them because mm. um, they normally want you to buy the launch game first, right? And then down the road, I think six months later is whenever they release those video games. Like God of War, the newer God of War, uh, ended up on their streaming service a year after the game came out. Damn, and that's um, a huge huge game too. Oh yeah, it, it is, but it wasn't after they made all the money that then they put on stream. Same with <laughs> Same with Spider-Man, same with Horizon. All those games eventually ended up on the streaming service. Right. But not until, you know, everyone bought it first. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. They, they, might, they might make that happen. Maybe they'll put it on the streaming service. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's actually another reason why uh, people would want a console over PC, too, is specifically for the streaming comfortability that they have. Like... I mean, yes, I get that PCs can do it. I mean, PCs can do all of it. But once again, it, it, it deals with the comfortability of your couch. You can download that streaming service onto PC as well. Yeah. You would just have to pay the uh, for PlayStation Network. Yeah. And then you're good. Pay for- Why do that when you can Twitch? <laughs> when you I, okay. Twitch. I, I think, I think this is... I think uh, this is where... Uh, just my bias comes in, you know, because I'll admit I have a bias. Let's just admit it. Mm-hmm. Okay, come on, let's be honest here. <laughs> Fix but his glasses. The, the 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 thing the uh, <laughs> the, the the thing is is like I I used to play uh, a lot of Xbox 360 and PS3. Yeah. yeah. Like I had both. 
Okay? I played the fuck out of them. And I did like my experience on both. I really did. Yeah. I genuinely enjoyed going on after school. All your friends are there. Everyone starts laughing for the night. Wake up, do it again. You right. know? I loved it. I really did. Right. But the thing is, uh, the first thing I started playing on a PC with was a laptop. Mm-hmm. Okay? And then, I, uh, and then I built my PC. James was there. And Ryan and Ryan was there to help me put it together, and then like the the window of opportunity that opened up, you know, it it really beat down my loyalty for consoles because mm-hmm. I was like, I know I don't have the portability, you know, mm-hmm. and the ability to really take this everywhere to my friends' houses and shit, you know, because you know it's it's a big tower. You know, and screen, and, yeah, and a lot of hooking up and shit to do, right? But the amount of stuff I get, With okay, PC? yeah, it just makes all the money worth it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it's insane the amount of shit you can do. Like we actually have working VR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we have As opposed like, to PlayStation VR. Yeah, like you have you have free online playing. Uh-huh. Yeah, like Steam, you have to pay five dollars once. To play yeah. with everyone online. It's basically buy one game and you can play online. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's you, you get as much time as you want. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, and you know, one thing I do like that Steam does is they give you two hours to try a game out. Mm-hmm. You know, two hours is a lot of time yeah. to see if you really like the mechanics or something. Some and if you don't like it, you can actually get it back for full price. Yeah. Yep. Unlike... Uh, something is, you know, people who still shop at GameStop, God bless you. Okay. <laughs> Fucking, Are you open you know, the game? Yeah. You, you, you oh. buy it from GameStop for like $80, right? And say you don't like it, you try to return it, like, uh, we'll give you uh, three cents. Yeah. And you're like, really? Three <laughs> yeah. cents? Like, three fucking cents? <laughs> three fucking cents. GameStop dude. fucks everyone over when yeah, they do Yeah, they, they fuck do. people over hard. And that's something you just don't have to worry about anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Now, granted, you also got the online shops where you can just buy it digitally and download it. Yeah. Which I, I like that companies did that for console gamers because it actually gave you guys a chance to, you know, legitimately get your money back if you don't like something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is nice. It was nice that companies did that for everyone. You know what I mean? But uh the the, the one the one I don't get is uh is the fact of I I understand you want uh exclusivity, you know? Like I get it. Nothing wrong with that, right? I understand. But what I the part I don't understand is the marketing move behind it because if you know what you know what let's use what everyone's talking about say let's use racism okay i'm only going to sell this to white people okay mm-hmm. but if i sold it to everyone else i could make more money mm-hmm. it, you depends. What I'm saying? it really depends because if you're if you're talking about the bigger picture here Sony's bigger picture is selling the console itself. It's not the games that they're too worried about. Sony paid a shit ton of money to have From Software put it on their console first. (laughs) That that was the move. You talk about marketing, that was the market right there. They said, we want a game that's going to sell our console. Yeah. Demon Souls. Remaster. Because you got to think about it. Sony is a a tech company. They're not they're not huge on gaming. Yes, they do games, but they're more of a tech company. They're gonna try to sell their console more hard than their games themselves. Well, yeah, but they want you on their console so that they have your business. 
the thing with with consoles, like basically, like from well, not necessarily from inception, but like all of like the modern consoles, your Xbox, uh, your Xbox 360, PS3, PS4, so on, when they're released, and then for a really long time afterwards, they're sold at a loss. Uh, the companies don't usually make money off of the actual sales for the console because it doesn't it doesn't matter so much that you like have bought the console. Um, so much as now you have the console, you're playing games on the console. You're buying you're buying their games for their console. You know, you maybe maybe they sell probably you know they probably sell like 50 million consoles, mm-hmm. but then each console is then selling like at at minimum probably like three games at least. And if 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 somebody buys games just to have that exclusivity, whether it be the from software or if it's um, Sony's own um, game development. Like you're going to see sales from that. That's where the big money's gonna come in because that the console is like, okay, we lost you know maybe fifty hundred dollars on on each sale, but then you bought our sixty dollar game and then another sixty dollar game and then another sixty dollar game and you just spread that across every console. That's where they actually get their profits from. Hmm. I see. What so you mean. in the in the last seven years, Sony's done a good job with PS4. That's why it's been so successful. But yeah. see, but even then, that's still a major reason why they want to sell consoles at an initial launch because yeah. they have to be able to spread the consoles out to get the money yeah and that's that's another reason why this exclusivity is a real thing uh, you can you can keep the spider-man i don't give a fuck about Spider-Man, spider-man. Good, i don't care about that game i haven't played it yet but, but I want to. The, so de- the demon souls thing like the, the souls franchise your biggest buyers of that are pc mm-hmm. So to make it a PS5 exclusive is a real slap in our face who who actually brought you up in the ranks on, on those games. All your sales and stuff, mm-hmm. you slapped us all in the face with that one. And it's just like, you really, uh, you really fucked up, yeah. in my opinion, well, because we were the biggest purchasers of that fucking franchise. And it, like, the servers for that game on PC are still have the highest numbers. Yeah. Or still have the highest numbers, okay? Yeah. So, it, it. Well, I think it's bullshit. To give you peace of mind, you as a consumer have the power to not give them money. Yeah. Keep in mind, <clears throat> to keep in mind to, to, give you support on your whole statement. Um, the only people that are gonna buy the game, are are PS5 owners, and everyone else isn't going to. As you said earlier, it's most likely gonna get, ripped into a PC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's what's gonna happen. But like the 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 power there is that they're not gonna get any money. Right. So in in turn, what you're saying what you're saying is gonna happen, right? But you as a consumer decided not to buy it, which is like totally up to you. But, and they're not gonna make any money from you, which is totally fine. That's your answer, right? But here's another issue though with you with people that end up ripping the game, you know, that end up bringing it to PC the the illegal way. Is that it's actually losing company for the people who made the game, um, and that's kind of a sad thing because then they don't have the money to front when they come out with maybe Dark Souls Four. Yeah, you know. Look at it like this. Look at it like this. Sure, the the game's gonna make money from all the PS5 owners. Right. But look at it from their point of view. If the game doesn't make any money, they're most likely not gonna even port it. They need money to port it to, to make it into a PC game. 
Yeah. It's not as easy as just all right. Let's put it on P on PC. Like they have to pay the people to do it. They have to pay for the software to do it, and they got to pay for the marketing. Like, hey, we're putting it on PC now. Literally, just to put the word out there. Like, it's you got to pay someone to put it on Twitter. Unfortunately, like it's that yeah. stupid. Right. But like, they need that money. Like, if you want the game to succeed, you gotta you gotta pay for it. And granted, it's you know, in your case, it's very sleazy and it's not gonna work. Yeah. Right, but like, if you want the game to succeed, you you gotta pay for it. Now, I I'm also on that same level of like, well, look, I, you know, I'll support the company, right? The people that made the game. What I won't do is microtransactions, because at that point, that's just the company like asking for money that is just going going into the going into their pockets, not even the game. Right. So I'll pay for the game. Anything after that, like that's just that's just greed. Oh yeah. So Definitely. like, I'll give them their sixty, and that's that's from me, and that's it. Right, you play the game and then you give them the support. I will say also that um, if it's anything like like Epic's exclusives, and I don't know if it is, I haven't actually looked into like the exclusivity that 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 PlayStation works out with their developers. But um, the thing with like Epic exclusivity was that like that was guaranteed money, especially for indie developers. Which from Plus were is obviously not like an indie developer in that way, but like mm -hmm. that that's like. Whether or not anybody actually buys our game is interested. If it ends up like if people end up not liking it, you you get that contract. You're exclusive, so you you are losing a big portion of your audience for a while. But that's like thirty million dollars up front. That's like okay, we made that cost of our game. We we can now produce this game, and even if we don't make profit on it, we've at least we like at least we can pay everyone who made the game. Mm -hmm. Right. So it just comes down to like whether the game will succeed or not. And, and I'm sure, and I'm sure, and, and here's the best part, that enough people will buy it that it will get ported. Yeah. That's what, that's what, I mean, you may have to wait six months to play it on PC, but because it's so popular, it's going to happen because there are people out there that will literally buy a PS5. Just to, for Just for that. And yeah. you know what? Like, that's the market right there. That's the marketing. Like, yeah, yeah so. If, if anything, it's a smart move as long as they port. Yeah. yeah. My, my thing is, okay, I know there are people that are going to, Literally get a PS5 just to play it or whatever, hmm. but there are going to be like well, I'm not going to bring up the pirate thing again because you know again that's just like the counter for it. People are going to be like, no, not going to get PS5. Game's getting pirated. Sorry, you lose money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But the thing is, is how hard is it? Okay, to make a PC version of this, I, I want all of you to take a turn to answer that, and then I'm going to tell you something. All right, so Omar, we'll start with you, and then we'll go to James, Jeremy, go. How hard is it to port a game? It's just to to make uh, the remake of Demon Souls. How hard is it to put it for a PC? Well, it's like making a whole other game. Okay. When whenever you like, whenever you make a game, right, you have the basis for it, but then you have to convert it into something that isn't console, and that takes a lot of manpower. Um, so that's my point on it. Yeah. All right, James. Oh, yeah, there is. So like, you. You know Terraria, obviously. We've been playing it. Terraria does not have a single development team. Um, they have the development team for PC, which is Redigit. Um, they have the development team for PS5, or PS4, which is 505 games. They have the development team for Switch, who is Pipeworks, I think. Um, they have a, a different development team for mobile. They have, like, it's not just like, hey, we have one development team and they're, they're able to do all the work to get this game going and also make it on other, con on other consoles. They have an entirely different development team just for porting 
this one game, which when you think about it is pretty simple. Like this isn't like a Demon Souls type of like huge world. This is Terraria, which is still a lot, but like it's you know it's a two D two D game. It's not so, a very demanding game, so it's easier to work with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the whole porting thing, um, I dabbled a wee bit in Unity, and it really depends on I guess the software that you're using that you built the game, whatever mm-hmm. engine that you specifically did. Um, some engines do have um, some auto port things that help you to do the code for you. But the bigger issue there then is that they have to redo all of the coding again um, because each uh, OS for each console or for PC is going to be a whole different ball game. Um, so my initial thing is that it was made on PC and all of the coding for PC should technically already be there because it was made on pc that is exactly what i was going to say it's already for pc all the coding and do it and their stuff and all the changing and porting they're doing it for the console but you already have it a, a lot for of pc a lot of what i can see that they would that they would have to do is uh you know reorganize the whole menu system so that way you can you know do your controller setup for your keyboard you know things like that I think that would be their biggest issues whenever having to port it. But like what James was talking about, the different development teams, they have to have different development teams because if you have one team focus on four separate versions of the game, that's major overload of work for them. And that's just going to make them be underpaid. Now that's yeah. that's all that. Basically, yeah, one way to looking at it, right? That especially since the game has already been made for PC. Another another way that could explain that is that Sony may have talked to them a long time ago, way before everything was already being in place, that said, hey, we want you guys to make a game for a console. And they could have started from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Y- y- you know, the, the, we, we just, we don't know that. We don't know what From Software did. We don't know if they, you know, if they were approached by Sony and said, hey, Sony, you know, we'll make your game, right? Mm-hmm. Or Sony could have come to them and said, hey, look, uh, we noticed you guys are making a game. We'll pay you this sum of money for you guys to make it on PS5 yeah. first, right? right? And whatever the, whatever the agreement was, from software agreed to make it on PS5. For whatever reason, we don't know. We might know later, but as of right now, we can't even say for sure if the game was legitimately built for PC yeah. or PS5. We just know that the game is going to run on PS5. And we'll know that when the game comes out, whether it works or not, because we all know that ports tend to not work yeah. when they're legit- legitimately made from one game to another. Yeah, and that's Hence, because of the whole different coding on the yeah, OS. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, one of the biggest examples of all time was uh, Batman Arkham Knight mm. was a console game ported to PC, and it was awful. It was it just was not playable. It took, what, a year of patches to get it to work eventually, mm. but, like, by then it was too late. No, um, nobody cared anymore. Yeah, and yeah. and the same the same case goes for PC games. I've played plenty of games that have been ported from PC to console because I wanted to play them, and they were just dreadful. Yeah. Oftentimes, the way that works is another developer picks up the game and ports it uh, to console, and most of the time they don't even know what they're doing, mm-hmm. and they just they end up. I don't know how it ends up getting past the testing phase. <laughs> But the game just doesn't work, and then they're like, "Oh, we'll patch it later." That's, sure. just, that's just deadlines, bro. Yeah, deadlines like, put too much stress on teams. Yeah, because at that point, they're just they're just paying the developer money to port the game over. Like, hey, look, you know, we'll 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 port your game, and they were just like, "All right, cool, whatever." 
because mm-hmm. they've already made their money. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, like, I, I get all this stuff, but you could also do the Microsoft big dick move, which is just make it to where people can just get your games on their PC to begin with. Well, the, just the, well, own the, the OS that people use on their computer. Well, yeah, literally. that's what I was going to say, because Microsoft has that uh, specific uh, win on their side, is that Microsoft owns the OS for PC, yeah. and they can easily just port both back and forth, because... They made fucking Windows, dude. Well, yeah, the architecture is similar between Xbox and PC. Right. That's one of the reasons. And that is a big reason that porting is such a big deal is because of the architecture of the console. Not just... It's not all just software. It's also, like, specifically what the game has been... and what's What hardware the game has been engineered to play on. Yep. Um, especially with older consoles. But, you know, even with consoles now, like, that, that exclusives MSD. Uh, maybe that has, like, a specific, like... Uh, an SDK for it that you like you have to use this specific pathway to access well that's not going to work on PCs and also that's a big thing about porting to PC is that um, you know every PC is different you're not going to like you're probably going to have an AMD or an NVIDIA like graphics card but along that line you're going to have like AMD you know 700 or 600 or 500 or 640 or 750 you know it's like a huge big range Whereas if it's Xbox or PS5, it's like, it's this one, this one, this one, and that one. That's the hardware. Yeah. And then the kind of bonus that I think that the consoles are doing now for PS5 and Xbox is that I think both of them both have AMD processors in them, which is a win for anyone that has an AMD processor on PC. I believe PlayStation has a custom processor Mm. that they've made exclusive for their console. Okay. Um, and I don't remember who they made a deal with, but someone made their processor and it's exclusive to just the PS5. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm gonna have to look into it because it's, it's that, that right there is exciting Yeah. because they, they just, is, they're just, they're trying to make their console as exclusive as they can. Right. Now, one thing I want to make clear is I'm not shitting on anyone who owns a console. Okay. I if, you, if, if you want to, <laughs> if you want to have a PS5, you know. That that's all well and done, okay. Uh, but anyone who owns a good PC, okay, you like, you know, which is pretty much like all of us, you know. Right. I mean, you know, you're gonna upgrade yours, you know, whatever, right? I'm a little old. Yeah, but I'm a little. Old. Any anyone who who owns one understands, like, what I'm saying to the fullest, okay, Omar. I already, I know you understand because you own a good one. James, you own a good one. You get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like. It, it, I don't know. I think the exclusivity shit on for everyone needs to just stop mm-hmm. because it's just like, dude, you know, and, like en- enough of this. And to to go on the whole exclusivity thing, this has been happening way longer than than we remember. Like, oh yeah, yeah. going going back to SNES. Um, y'all remember the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game? Yeah, I believe mm-hmm. it's called uh, Lost in Time, mm-hmm. right? Um, the SNES version had an exclusive boss fight that all yeah. other consoles did not. Yep. Simply because it was on the SNES. Hell, they even did it for uh, Soul Calibur back when it was like GameCube, Xbox, oh, and yeah. PlayStation. Oh yeah, see, so like, and that that's been that's just been going on for a while. That um, wh- why why change it? It's a good marketing ploy, really. Like, hey, you know, you'll buy our version because our version has Link in it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. See, it's like it's like I get it, you know, and like you you're correct. You are correct. You know what I mean? Like, I don't argue that. That's I mean, it's a good point. But my thing is, it's like, look how 
much of a, a cheer and a clap from the crowd you get when you make it for everyone. You know what I mean? That way no one's left out. Now, I understand. You're a company. You got to sell your stuff. Okay, I I understand. It's a good point. I don't argue it. You know what I mean? But the the what what the thing I I argue is like there's your reactions that you get sell themselves. Okay? Like again, I'll I'll bring up the Halo Master Chief collection. Yeah. When they said that's coming to PC, everyone went apeshit. Yeah, everyone <laughs> was like, "Whoa!" You know, like, like, yeah. It's because like, everyone on PC got tired of playing a cracked version of the game. Yeah. yeah. So when you and the thing is, that's the thing. Okay, when when you make it exclusive, especially nowadays, people are smarter. People know more how to do stuff. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get pirated. Now, I'm not saying let the pirating back you into a corner. I'm not saying that. Okay, but I'm saying you will make money. Like I I get the exclusivity. Like I get it. You know, and I understand it, and I accept it if that's what you want to do. But what I'm saying is, you know, like you said, you, you got to make, you know, or, or what you guys were saying, you got to make money on it to sell it. You know, it's that way the people who made it can, you know, get paid and shit like that. Yeah. Y- y- the people who made it will be more than just paid. You know what I mean? As a matter of fact, by probably putting it on PC too, okay, you might make more people buy a PS5 so they can play with their friends that who, who owned it on PS or or Xbox or PC or whatever. Well, here's another yeah. thing that I I want to bring up uh, also with exclusives. And I want to say there's one company that we are all kind of avoiding here. And we already know the company. Is it EA? No, it's Nintendo. Oh. Dude. <laughs> Nintendo has probably one of the masterminds of fucking exclusivity yeah. at the moment. Like, I think- And I think a lot of the reasons why they do it is because they want to stick to the family friendly. Now... If they do port some games over Family to PC, friendly. you're going to get a shit ton of mods. And people are going to mod the fuck, probably in the worst of ways. Please, Bayonetta. I'm just saying, dude. But my point is, is like, Nintendo is like the mastermind they of fucking... They put Bayonetta yeah. in Smash, and then and then they released uh, Terry, remember? For, mm-hmm. for, for mm-hmm. DLC. They, and then they, they, they did a stage, right, where they had to, to King of Fighters stage. Right, yeah, and yeah. and they have like guest characters appear, and you know which character didn't appear in 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 all that, uh, that roster? The big titty one. The big titty one, but you know, but they made fucking Bayonetta a playable yeah. character, you know. Right. So like, you know, it's not like they don't want to. They just, you know. Ooh. They they lost family friendly when they put Joker, Byleth, and Hero in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you start literally killing each other. I think it's because you just hate those characters. <laughs> okay, okay. I I understand playing those characters at a, at a professional level. Like I get it. Okay, but I'm saying explain to me. Uh, and we're especially going to focus on Byleth and and Hero here. Okay, where's the skill in using those characters? Explain that to me. There, there, there is definitely a lot of crutch in those uh, two specific characters, I'm, but I'm, I also believe that's because the meta hasn't really mastered fighting them yet. I'm just gonna yeah. go. I'm just gonna go back with like what the director of the game said. It's not a fighter. It's a party game. You're right. Yeah. No, he's right though. So a lot of the characters that are broken or OP are meant to be defeated by a balloon, yeah. right? An item. <laughs> so. In, in a way that the items balance the game and people choose to play the game competitively by removing items, therefore making it obviously more skill more, based. More skill based. But yeah. you know, in at the end of the day, characters that are broken are meant to be defeated by items. Yeah. 
Yeah. And and that that and that makes characters like oh I don't know Jigglypuff more powerful than fucking uh, King K. Rool. And it's I mean in a sense yes a lot of people come and say you can still beat King K. Rool using Jigglypuff if you're skilled enough. Oh, you definitely. But can. like you know <laughs> to my to my three year old uh, nephew yes. you know who's who's just getting into the game uh, I'll I'll play my best character against him. But if he throws a rock at me that's like, you know, over two tons, then I'm going to go flying, right? Yeah. Therefore, making him feel better because it's all luck-based. Right. But, you know, that's what the game is meant to be. It's a party game. It's a fun. And you can play it either way, which is, again, what makes the game fun. But even then, yeah. though, like, it still goes back to Nintendo keeping it family-friendly. Because the, the Nintendo Switch is probably their first console ever to keep... Um, to not have as much family friendly because I mean shit they brought doom to the fucking game to the console you know yeah and it's, that's also with just the demand for it a lot of people want those kind of games on the switch they want to be able to play those games uh, because it's a portable console yeah right and you know if they want to play doom on the switch then hell give them doom um, exactly so yeah so, and I think they're doing a good job I think Nintendo at the same time is just minding their own business. Right, but where my, you, you have everyone over here fighting with you know PlayStation and Xbox, and Nintendo's like, okay, we're just gonna keep making these games and people will buy them. Right, but that's my point though. Is like, why aren't people hacking and modding Nintendo games as much as Xbox or PS Five? That's my point. I I think it's because uh, nin- Nintendo. You know, like, you look at all the games they've made in the past and things like that, you know? I think those games carry so much nostalgia and so much childhood with them that there's... I, I, this is my spitball, okay? I think people, while they hate the exclusivity that you, you have to buy a Switch to play this, I think there's... Because of the childhood aspect, there's, like, a level of respect there mm-hmm. where it's like you... You gave me a lot in my childhood in this game. Yep. Yeah. So it's like I'll I'll just I'll think about that and you know I'll try to keep that code of honor with you. Yeah. You know now now that's not to say okay people say the same thing about Xbox with like Halo or you know PS2 with like Kingdom Hearts or something like that. God of we, War. We, yeah, God of no. War. You, we can say the same thing. Right. Okay. It it it, it, it does it does apply. Yeah. It, it does. Okay. Yeah, but Nintendo's been around longer yeah. than both of them. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, while Halo or God of War are timeless classics, you know, mm-hmm. Nintendo, like with like Zelda, you know, Ocarina of Time, you know, Donkey Kong, Banjo Kazooie, you know, whatever. Okay, etc. Right. The biggest yeah. one. Yeah. Mario. Mario. Yeah. They they are the top nostalgia. And I think that's why people undermine the Xbox and the PS is because there's there's that really high level of seniority, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and people want to respect that yeah. because they do uh, get get the feelies when they play those old games again. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that was exact. I think you explained it perfectly because that's exactly what I was going to bring up. I think you, I think man? it's a matter of respect for the companies. And I, I think know, Nintendo has an enormous amount of respect I, to followers. I don't have any fucking respect for any of that shit. Like, but, like I, mean, I mean, think I, about it though. Like, Nintendo's getting Nintendo Land. Where's Microsoft Land or Sony <laughs> Land? Microsoft has the the whole fucking world under their OS, bro. <laughs> Dude, but that's my that's my point though. Is that Nintendo Land versus like the whole world? <laughs> my point is that it's a franchise though that 
Nintendo brand, has yeah. a huge branding franchise right now. Yeah. And he has a solid point. It's it has to deal with respect. Yeah. But it's also I, I think one of the big things about Nintendo specifically and especially their consoles is that like when you get down to brass tacks the PS5, the PS2, PS3, PS4 they are all a PC in a box, a special box. Mhm. Um, with like with their special hardware, Xbox, it's a special PC in a special box. That's right. it. Right. Nintendo always tries to bring something a little extra to their console. Oh yeah. Ever since, ever since we, at the very least. Yeah. You know, like it's not just like this is this is whatever. It's you know, it's another console. We just try to do whatever our competitors are doing. They're like, hey, you know what? Let's let's base our entire console around motion controls. That kind of worked out. Um. Let's let's make a console where like the gimmick is that it's got another like your controller has a screen in it. That was pretty cool. But Wind Waker was pretty good on that console. You know, yeah. you had the little map and everything. Yeah. Um, let's make a console where you can just at any moment like bring it out of its little dock and boom, now it's now it's mobile. You they give you a reason to buy the console aside from just we have the games you want to play. Right. Like that they exactly. do have the games you want to play, but also the console's cool. The gimmicks. Right. Now yeah. like to go back on that. Uh, on on the whole Wii thing, uh, the Wii was one of their most, and st- to this day, still one of the most successful consoles. I think yeah. I think the Switch beat it. This well, yes, the, yeah, of course it did. But <laughs> referring to the fact that that the Wii made it big, yeah, like at the time it was the biggest the biggest console, yeah, um, solely because it brought something new to the table, yeah, and it actually challenged Microsoft and Sony to do something about it. And, uh, Microsoft brought the. Uh, uh, what they call it? They had the, the motion uh, what, controls. No, 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 no. The, the, the Microsoft. The oh, Kinect. the Connect. So yeah, know, the they Kinect, had the Connect. Yeah. And then Sony had the PlayStation Move. Yeah. But they all just kind of failed. Yeah. Because they were trying at that point they were trying to compete with with Nintendo, right? We're, we're talking Nintendo here had something that Sony and Microsoft didn't, mm-hmm. right? And and they were just doing something. They weren't even like jumping in on the on the bandwagon like Sony and Microsoft had to fucking beat that. Yeah. yeah, it's basically like it's the uh, trenders versus the trendsetters. Yeah, yeah, basically. Well, what I think one thing I've noticed over the years, right, is you know we'll take Nintendo out of the equation, mm-hmm. right, but Sony and Microsoft stuff like that, they keep trying to make their stuff more and more like a PC. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so they it's really like, do. Why not just be PC? You know what I mean? It looks like a duck. It sounds like a duck. It's got to be a duck. You know what I mean? Right. And it's a goose. Like I, I, like I said, it goes. <laughs> it all goes back to just solely wanting to be exclusive. You know, which I think is stupid because it's like if you're gonna make your stuff more and more like the shit we got, you know? Right. Then just make it the shit we got. Well, you got to think about like it. stop wasting time. You got to think about it too, though. Um, PS, PlayStation, and Microsoft actually were beating nintendo in the consoles technically but it was the mobile of nintendo that mm. an- annihilated everyone yeah and nobody had a, a mobile rig to compete and now that the switch is both combined they have absolutely no chance to come against it besides the high-end graphics that's literally the only reason why somebody would not want to switch is because it ha- doesn't have high-end graphics going going back on the whole competition thing uh, I, I think it's it's safe to say that at this point Sony is a little 
they're they're a little confident right now because mm-hmm. they've they've been doing so well the last seven years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that they 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 and and I will admit Sony has a bit of an ego right now. Like they're a little bit egotistical because not only did they cross the billion dollar line with their with their consoles, they they sold so many, and so they're like, oh yeah, we're pr- practically unbeatable, right? Yeah. That's only because the Xbox One just from the very beginning failed. Yeah. So they had a they had a good start. Um and so when it comes to just being competitive right now, they're they're kind of just they're they it's the whole the whole tortoise and the hare, except the hare actually is actually winning. Yeah. Like they're being egotistical about it and then now they're just they're they're keep they keep going. Uh, and so Microsoft took this time to apologize. They they gen- genuinely did say, okay, well, you know, we, we messed up. And so now they're playing the safe game by giving people what they want, and that's backwards compatibility. Yeah. Uh, and so Microsoft's, instead of trying to beat Sony, they're doing their own thing. So right now, Sony's just kind of being low-key a dick. Mm-hmm. Right. With right? releasing the places you're fighting and literally just building up on their ego. Well, Microsoft, I think they've already just kind of, you know, they, they've admitted the loss, and instead of trying to combat the PlayStation 4, they decided to do the whole thing where any Xbox game you play can also be played on PC. Right. Right? Because at that point, why try and spend more resources trying to build something better than a PlayStation 4 when clearly you you can't? Mm-hmm. Like right now, as far as console goes, PS4 is kind of unbeatable right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, you have the Switch, but again, Nintendo doesn't care about the competition. Because yeah. oh, they're, no. they're not yeah. trying to compete. They're literally yeah. just trying to be innovative. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and this this the same thing with the Nintendo DS. Right? The only time that they even gave Nintendo room for money is when PlayStation created the PSP. Yeah. Right. And that was that was awesome because, again, the PSP had some very high-end graphics compared to the original DS. Yeah. Right? But then again, Nintendo wasn't trying to compete. Yeah, because after they that they won. did. Yeah, yeah they, they still won. They did the they whole what, what what they do they, they they went from the DS to 3DS yep. because 3D was a thing, right? And it was cool right. as shit for and a it bit. Was, yeah, and it was cool as shit for a bit, and then PlayStation wanted to go the route, and I I recall them saying they wanted to compete with mobile games because mobile games were, were starting to become a thing. Yeah, with everyone having an iPhone or a or, or a Samsung Galaxy. What yeah. you guys um, don't have a phone? Yeah. Yeah. So, so they're, so they're like, we're gonna. Fucking our next handheld is gonna be the PS Vita, which everyone has forgotten about. Um, granted, the PS Vita PS is a Vita? very, very like powerful, Dude, super powerful, high end handheld. Killzone it, on PSP PS Vita looks sexy, dude. Yeah, yeah. They they refer to it as a high end PS3. Mm-hmm. Fair. And uh, I guess they just they didn't market it well. Like I honestly nah. didn't know much about it, despite it being a. A PlayStation console. You know, one thing that I think that um, they're kind of failing at when it comes to marketing is the naming scheme of their consoles. Oh. And, and and I think Wii U is like the perfect example. People yeah. thought the Wii U was just like an expansion of the Wii, but it was a whole brand new fucking console. Right. And I think the PS Vita kind of had that same thing. You know, it wasn't really ideally like, oh, this is just a new uh, updated you know psp same shit but no it was a whole brand new rig everything yeah, the, inside was the, a beast the, the name vita is latin for for life so they yeah. called it the, the playstation, PlayStation life, life. Yeah. yeah um the the vita is still popular in japan because of all the jrpgs that you can play on the vita yeah. right. like the vita has a shit ton of games 
Oh, dude, I I, I still have a Vita. So I think, many I remember. But screens crack, but <laughs> <laughs> um, it just didn't do so well uh, in the in the American market. Yeah. And 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 that's fine because again, like most people prefer playing their games on a mobile device. But yeah. ultimately, what what caused the Vita to fall was um, well, they had a lot of proprietary bullshit. For one, the charging cable was proprietary. You yeah. couldn't buy one unless it was a Sony cable, that which gross. you know was like, hey, like l- look at most devices where you could buy a micro USB. Right? How much does it cost? Like two dollars? Yeah, yeah, five right? bucks at most. All right. Let, let, let me sell you a twenty dollar cord for for a no. handheld. Right? Yeah. Stupid. That you probably can't find anywhere unless you go to a fucking oh I don't know a, a gaming store or even buy it directly from Sony. Like GameStop. Yeah. Hard to you find did. for one and expensive. Um, but let's not forget the uh, the uh, the proprietary memory cards. Oh, you fucking hell, dude! Yeah, like, like I understand. No. Uh, I understand. Like right now, what the uh, Nintendo has their own, right? But they're what, like, super expensive. Like, how much is their is their? They uh, almost doubled the price. Yeah, but and just just because it's a Nintendo one. But you don't have to use it. That's but you don't thing. have to use it versus yeah. like Sony had proprietary memory cards where I think what like what was it? I think fifty gigabytes. Yeah. Something like that. It was not a lot. Well, yeah, not a lot. It was a hundred dollars. Yeah. To yeah. buy a memory card that you needed for 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 games, because again, mm-hmm. when you buy a handheld, right, you sometimes you want you don't want to buy the cartridges, right? You want to buy the digital games, right? right? Because why would you want to buy cartridges for a handheld device? Yep. Right. So you back up on space, and then Sony is like, oh, well, you know, we're gonna make money off of this thing, but that's where it ultimately failed is the proprietary bullshit. But and and, and let this be known that when you make proprietary shit for your devices it's most likely not going to do so well especially when again you could buy universal products for a for a device that costs what twice as twice I mean, as much mobile it depends on the mobile phone you get yeah. specifically. Like, that's, that's another reason why samsung is doing better than apple because samsung has a lot of things that apple doesn't like yeah. oh you know an, an sd card slot that's oh. because android's better in general yeah Oh, by far yeah, it by depends far. on what your purpose with the, having a phone is but yes i agree generally <laughs> <laughs> all these iphone gay faggot users oops i mean okay look here's 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 I how i break I can't down help but be the elephant in the room here yeah he's, here, here's here's his iPhone down, okay? he's like looking at his iWatch. watch like what iphone <laughs> apple watch sorry apple watch iphone versus android okay <laughs> The, no. Here's here's how it goes, okay? Here's how it goes. <laughs> okay. And this is how it legitimately goes. <laughs> iPhone is easier to use. Yeah. Okay? It has a lot more, like, you know, very smooth, refined features for messaging people and, you know, making calls and doing FaceTime, stuff like that. Okay? Mm-hmm. Android, it's a little more complex only because... They're trying to put everything onto a phone. Mm-hmm. Think of okay? a new freedom. Yeah, like they're 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 trying to give you everything, okay? And that's the difference, you know. Like I said, iPhone's good, you know. iPhone's petty. That's what that's what it is. But Apple's just very petty about it. They yeah. wanna they want you to buy their products and only their products, which is why all which their why all their you. shit. <laughs> Is proprietary. Here's, and and another thing it. about Apple too, or just iPhones in general, is that it's it's more of a a flex if you own an iPhone. Very very true. It's yeah. more of a flex. I'll tell you why I own an iPhone. One, 
out of the out of the two operating systems, I just prefer iOS simply because it's simple. It is right, it is. and it's it's very straight to the point. Not that I don't like the Android OS. I just I just prefer using the iOS. Um, I've only been using it forever, and I just don't feel like switching, especially when I'm like knee deep into like Apple. I bought an Apple Watch, so like I feel like if I did transition over right that be, i'd be losing the compatibility of having an apple watch um and that and that's just and that's what it is there's really no like no competition to the one or the other yeah and just to straight to the point i just prefer having an apple device i think i think overall i think apple puts out uh more powerful uh products but it's no, bro, it's no. it's like what he was saying. <laughs> no. It really depends. It really depends on what what, what Android you get. Um, but overall, like ninety percent of the Android phones out there can't even come close to what Apple puts out there. Let's be real. Like Samsung, Samsung for a long time had the had the superior device, but they've just become another Apple by just making it a very expensive phone. Mm-hmm. Right, a bloatware, a bunch of bloatware. You want the S twenty? Like like they they used to be fairly. <laughs> Or at least to this day, they still are better. But now they're also going that route to where, like, every year they're releasing a fucking phone. When they yeah. used to do it, what every four years? Yeah. And then they were like, "Oh, we got to compete with Apple, so we got to come up with a phone every fucking year now." Yeah. So it's like they could have just continued their thing to make them unique, right? Because in the end, Apple just does this, the the shit where they release one every fucking year, right? And that that's them. You you let them you let leave them alone, right? Right. Leave them alone, and you do your own thing, and. And I get it. You want to compete, right? But like, you're you're not you're not trying to be them. But now they've sort of been doing that same deal where every now and then, every year, you're gonna see a new Samsung Galaxy, and it's most likely just gonna be the same thing. Yeah, yeah, it really was. They're they're not being they're not being innovative. Yeah, they're not being really innovative with their phones. I think that's one thing I didn't like about the iPhone stuff. It's like, oh, you can have an iPhone, you can have an iPhone XL. And then in a month, there will be iPhone S and then iPhone XS. And then, you know, iPhone 2, iPhone 2 XL, <laughs> iPhone 2 X. You know, and it's just like, dude, you're not adding anything. Like, you're just selling the same fucking phone. Well, they're, they're basically trying to market to the, uh, the tiers of people that can afford certain things. Because yeah. um, the Xs and the XLs, if I remember correctly, were like a, a good $400 more expensive than the basics, if I remember it's yeah. like what $700 for just the standard phone and then they have like two other versions of it which is like the 1200 version, or like something the S, yeah which is like the following model of the same phone yeah and then they have the what they're calling it the max now which is the bigger version of it yeah which is their their actual flagship uh, because they start with the biggest one first and then they make smaller ones that they market to, to the to the the not so fortunate ones right um, <laughs> for a while, right? yeah like uh, because the the, the so one phone that they're gonna though. release next year is is they're gonna have whatever it's called like right now it's iphone 11 and they're gonna release the iphone 12 right but they're gonna release two versions of it right and then they're gonna say this one's cheap but we also have a bigger version but what they don't tell you is that the bigger version is that is that they're one that they're trying to market. Let's be um, let's be brutally honest here. Let, let let's talk about this other elephant in the room with uh, phones specifically. I, I think the biggest reason why everyone buys phones is because of cameras, right? Sure. 
But most of the time, because I mean, uh, most of the social media has to deal with a good camera, and uh, that's why the uh, Google phone uh, came out with the Pixel. Yeah. And me and James both own Pixels. I personally love it. I think it's actually a really great uh, software. Yeah. The thing is, the, those Google phones, you can't compete with them. They're Dude, sexy. Like I remember when I had like the the newest, you know galaxy shit you know from my phone and then uh james got his, <laughs> his google phone. <laughs> james got his google phone like what is it the pixel 2 mine is just the pixel actually yeah, yeah. J- just the pixel yeah. okay the first one and it just it fucked on my phone <laughs> in every way and i was like what the fuck yeah i was like this Hold is up. supposed to be top of the line and then google goes eh fuck you and it releases that and i'm like god <laughs> damn it <laughs> okay let's, ah, let's, no, not, let's not all forget the windows phone happened <laughs> that, right, was, right. Dude, that was straight failure dude remember straight when windows failure. phone well with, with the way everything's going now you'll be able to make calls on your ps5 like like yeah i can hear you <laughs> just shouldering it like a boom box <laughs> see but the good thing that i think google has over everyone else is their uh, accessibility between everything that you have in your yeah. house Google can literally connect to your entire house with your phone Isn't if you scary? have the certain, you know, accessories. That's scary. Yeah. Your lights it are is. listening to you. It is. It is. Yeah. room lights on, they will come on. My LEDs. My LEDs hear what I'm doing. Hey Google, can you make me a sandwich? <laughs> Eventually it will. Yeah, you pretty have a, much. You have a Google microwave, bro. Yeah. You 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 put it's it up co- to your head and it's it coming. makes the food you're thinking about. You're like, yeah. Oh, the market is there. People will buy it. They will. That's simple, yeah. Like wow. that. And that's what's scary is that that shit can happen mm-hmm. and people will buy it Fuck because yeah. either they are too lazy to cook. Or they just want to have something that'll cook for them. No, I mean, dude, it's yeah. once it's the same thing that I said with iPhone. It's a flex, dude. People can be like, "Bro, did you uh, you hungry?" And then they just tell like, "Okay, Google," and then boom, fucking, <laughs> bam, you got everything you need right there just from speaking to your phone. Okay, Google, uh, bake me some Totino's pizza rolls. Yeah, I think what and um, just going back on why I have an iPhone is that I have a lot of friends that are actually not even in the U.S. And they have iPhones, mm-hmm. and iMessage makes it completely accessible yeah. to talk to them without needing any data or yeah. having to call them. Yeah. And so, like, I have a friend who lives in Australia who I can text every now and then or even call, and he'll be able to answer, and I'll be able to hear him. And I used I use data, like, the internet, essentially. It makes it so much easier to talk to them. Same thing with my, my buddy in Boston, Massachusetts. I talk to him every day as well. Like, could you imagine what, what it would be like? The struggle to try and keep in contact with someone like that? Yeah. Like, you'd have to use Facebook, or you'd have to use third-party apps. Like, this is a first-party app that makes it so much easier to talk. And I guess that's what, like, you know, that was Apple's first intention is, like, hey, keep in touch with family and friends. Yeah. Right. Um, which, you know, can be said differently. Like, Apple <laughs> either just wants you to buy their shit, or they really are trying to make it easier. Yeah. You know, so and for me, that was the case is where like iMessage in general just makes it so much easier to talk with people no matter where they are. So long as they have an Internet connection. I know another thing that iPhone has over everyone else at the moment is their video uh, software that they have on their phone. Yeah, Mm. dude, it is so top tier. Yeah. Like you can do some very, very high quality shit with their cameras. I mean, 
their photo camera, their the, the taking photos is nowhere near Google's level, but video wise, dude, it annihilates. Let's not Google. forget their editing software, Final yeah. Cut Pro. True, that Final is Cut very Pro true. Is in my opinion better than Adobe. Yeah, I think a lot of people uh, prefer that. That's why a lot of creatives have have Macs specifically mm-hmm. for the creative tools, including yeah. stuff like Final Cut. Yeah. Now, I will say though, I prefer Adobe Photoshop. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I'm accustomed to Adobe personally, and and I think it's just because the 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 key bindings, all the shortcuts, they're easier on on a keyboard. And and I and I say that because I worked with Photoshop, yeah, uh, when I was in college, and I used a PC, um, because we were trained on PC, right, or we were we were taught on PC, yeah. And and I just found it easier because whenever I used a Mac, right, they wanted you to use their fucking keys, yeah. And it was in. like instead of instead of kind of going with what normal Adobe is because Adobe released their product on 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 apple mm-hmm. um they but apple strictly wanted you to use their keyboard and that's what i didn't like is that i was used to working on a pc and then i went to went to mac and they were like oh well, you got to use the apple button like what yeah what yeah. happened to control this control that that's yeah, command this all this all that, that. <laughs> like, no, it's a command apple this command apple that and it was just completely different and difficult to work with and i didn't bother trying to learn a new way to do the same job yeah no. I know, I know right now with phones specifically, I think the biggest war is literally with the cameras right now. Yeah, because yeah. That, it, it became the whole thing with cameras. Like, yeah. it, like it used to be about, about what, like, what was it? The, like, you remember 10 years ago, the, the whole, who was better, Samsung or Apple? Like, I know they were trying to do the whole, like, who can, like, unlock their phone faster, shit like that yeah. was uh, going yeah. on for a while. That Screen had the, size. Yeah, face recognition, fingerprint. They were trying to do the quickest uh, which I think Google beat them with a face unlock, if I remember correctly. Google wins everything. You fucking wave at the phone and it, like it, yeah, yeah. It was all the thing. air features that they have and shit. Yeah, I think that was the biggest competition was having their gesture gimmicks. Um, but then after that, it, now it's just a, a camera race war yeah. to see who can put the the baddest fucking camera on your phone. Mm-hmm. What'll be next? What will they fight next? I think it's gonna be uh, augmented Storage. reality. Storage. They're probably gonna fight for like storage space. I don't know, man. Samsung's got that one. Yeah, as far Samsung. as yeah, but, I mean, here's, here's the thing, though. Expandable it's like, storage. Yeah, but here's mm-hmm. the thing. It's like, you know, I know there's like cloud and stuff like that. You know, so you can free up the space on your phone to begin with mm-hmm. by putting it in the cloud, and then you can just access that anytime you want. I, I get that, but if you think about it, um, Apple doesn't have the amount of storage that. Uh, Google or you know Samsung stuff like that have really? so no I, I, I iPhone think, iPhone I think beats gonna, Google Google is like the worst storage. storage they have a 512 gigabyte storage yeah. on the, on I, the iPhone iPhone annihilates Google when it comes it's to storage see, well, that, that further proves my point so storage they're gonna be like oh our phone could hold this much oh my phone could hold this much you know what I mean yeah. it's good I think that's what's gonna start because they're fighting over little stuff you know what I mean like the camera it's mm-hmm. kind of a little thing when you look at a phone and all they everything they can do right now not at all dude so so it's like storage is going to start being the new thing because people want to take more and more videos you know people want to film you know more and more cops beating up black people (laughs) you need to have all the video storage right so it's going to start being who can hold the most videos now who can hold the most pictures see but because each phone has cloud storage capability there's no it's, it's unnecessary well let me ask you what is the one feature right now the one feature that consumers want the most, the number one most requested feature. Dude, it's gonna be cameras. James, I think it's flip phone. Matt, 
Uh, on a phone? Yes. Number one most requested feature? Yes. Uh, my guess would be... Uh, it's it's a lot simpler than you guys are making it. Probably more better facial recognition or some shit like that. I don't know. So all those are good ones, but the number one request? Head jacks. Oh, yeah. People want yeah. audio head jacks back. Yeah. Because, for one, everyone has a head jack or a pair of headphones, yep. especially yeah. older ones, that can plug into just about anything, right? Yep. 3.5 millimeter. But you got to remember DJs, when they would connect their phones to straight into their consoles to play music. Yep. Uh, or anytime you wanted to just walk out and connect and not having to buy wireless stuff. Yeah. Now people want the head jack. So if, if anything, right, wh- whoever releases, and, and, and this goes without saying, whoever releases the, uh, the next phone that has a head jack in it might be the winner. No. Just despite what people say. No, because I think if I remember correctly, the windows phone even had a head jack still even the newest one i think still has a head jack well, and it's still windows phone win. just sucked in general it, it, it was it, a bad it, os it, yeah it, it could have had like it could have been the cheapest phone and it could have the best badass features like in the was, world yeah it was like cool that you had cortana but and the shit, os but. was just like it didn't it didn't make it fun now sure you might you might you might be the one to say okay well the next one is out let's let let's say it's apple let's say apple introduces the next iphone and it has a head jack you know like Either you're going to be the person that says, oh, well, I, you know, I fucking hate Apple. I'm not going to buy it despite that. But then you have all the all the Apple fucks that buy it and they're going to they're going to say, oh, well, it's innovative. It's it's got a head jack like bro. Like it had a head jack fucking what, five years ago. See, but mm-hmm. it, that's taking a step back. And Apple knows that because a- a- wireless that. wireless headphones are a normal thing now. Yeah. You can literally buy a wireless headset for fucking twenty, thirty dollars. They make working out easier. Some yeah. people, <laughs> they some really people do. Don't don't like that. Some people like having the option to be able to plug in their 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 old earbuds or their head or their uh, their headphones. Um, but it's just it took a lot of what consumers did because it wasn't just people that listen to music. Like I said, other people utilize that as well. Like yeah. whenever you wanted to use it as a recording device, right? You could literally plug in. A microphone to it true like like sure you can do that now because they're like oh well, you can just set it down and it's got a good enough mic right but what if you wanted to plug more stuff into like if you wanted to i don't know plug in like a a shotgun mic or something right right like there's more utility there right so well, and, i mean that's why they made the dongle yeah yeah but again nobody wants that true same thing with like but it's still a wire and it's just going to be a, a longer wire now because it's a dongle what if you wanted to charge your phone and listen to music at the same time and game over. You, and that's saying you don't have a, you don't have a wireless. Right, uh, but ninety percent of the time that you have a headphone jack, right, and you want to listen to music or do whatever, you're probably not going to be having your phone charging at the same time. I, I think uh, unless you're like shotgun like mic, this, man. I just want options. I I think I, that. I think epic rap battles, uh, from Steve Steve Jobs versus Bill Gates. <laughs> I, I I think a, a quote from that song, uh literally sums up this war in general so when it came to apple you know when people choose apple that's what you sit down to and relax to listening to beatles right you know but uh, people use android to sit down and pay your taxes you know what i'm saying like i I think that sums it up you know pretty well yeah that's fair but But yeah google's better 
Google's Google's kicking ass. Google will always be better, dude. They're top dog. <laughs> like, they really are. Like, okay, I understand some people like even like to choose like a Firefox browser, you know. And I know the Google browser can you know kind of really eat it up, dude. It's at taxing. times it's taxing, but it's taxing for a reason. Mm. It's it's superior. Mm-hmm. Like no, Firefox is good. Yeah. If you use Firefox, that's still really fucking good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Internet Explorer always Garbage. uninstall that. Garbage every single fucking time. You use it to download the other. Yes, <laughs> yes, literally. <laughs> but I'm saying like, but you know, Google. It's just like, it, it, I don't know, dude. It, it's one of those things where it's like you just had to use, have to use it just to know. See, but we like that. We like the fact that we can use Internet Explorer. To download other web browsers. This goes back to the thing that, like, having options is good. What if we were only forced to use Internet Explorer? Internet Explorer yeah. is literally, like, a third wheel on, like, a date. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but you guys, you see what I'm saying, right? Like, like when we when we get our new PC, right, and we want to download a different browser, we, we can do that, right? But we have right. to use Internet Explorer. But then afterwards, we don't have to use it, right? So, again, going back, right? If we have a head jack to listen to our music or do whatever, right, we can do that. But if we already have a, a pair of wireless earbuds, then we can still do that too. So here's the other thing too that um, the ha- adding the 3.5 mil into the phones is gonna cause even more of an issue. So the other feature that we're also forgetting about here is the waterproofing feature. Yeah. The 3.5 is gonna completely fuck that up. And not only that, that it's going to fuck up, it's going to fuck up taking up room inside the phone for better gear. Yeah, you, so, necess- you necessitate a wider phone right. if, you, if you add that on. Right, and that's going to mess up possible battery life in, in that case. More. It's been done before. I mean, yeah, they can definitely make a bigger phone. They, could, they probably could have put a 3 mil in the, uh, the Max S. They probably could have. But once again, that phone was so powerful that they needed a huge battery in there for it to make it a good phone. Yeah. Like I think Google right now with I have the Pixel 4 XL um, and the battery life isn't that great. It's decent. I can I can literally hold a charge for an entire day, but yeah. past that it won't hold. But iPhone has way better charge. Yeah. Eh. I mean that's not all that great, but but that's know. my point though. That's that's a huge factor to take to take in the mind there. If you if you're adding this extra accessory in there, it's gonna delete something else that's necessary for that phone. That, that would just be like the next big step though. Is how do we make what is good now better, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's always a goal, right? To be innovative. But and it's still a step back. It, yeah. it it'd be a step back, but how would you how would you make that a step forward? Like the the, the how, do you, how the, do you waterproof the, a three mil jack? That's the challenge. That's what that's what that's what they're gonna have to fight. I'm not saying it's easy because I I I I don't know the first thing when building anything like that. I'm just saying that if they could make their charging ports waterproof or water resistant, mm-hmm. right? They can look into doing that because they, you know, for, for one, phones aren't really meant to go in water. Technology in general, right? But right, yeah, you know. That's what sells them as well is that our our phones are water resistant, right? Yeah, you can take them swimming, right, and they'll still work, right? So I mean, once once they master the tech for um, uh, wireless charging, I think then they can start truly making a waterproof phone. Yeah, because that right now is just at a stalemate for wireless charging that it 
kind of is just holding the phones back. Because you got to think about it too. Wireless charging is also extremely expensive. If oh, if yeah. if they can lower the price in in wireless charging, they can completely remove the uh, the actual port charging port itself, and then boom, you have an actual enclosed case that's waterproof to an extent. One one thing I always think of when it comes to stuff like this. Is just water and electronics just shouldn't be mixing to begin with. Like I know, I know my phone's supposed to be waterproof for up to twenty-five feet, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, you can you can have it submerged for more than I think it was like fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. you know. But the thing is, even if it's waterproof, why even test that? Like you're you're really, like it, it's just. Just electronics just shouldn't be mixing with water to begin with. See, drop drop resistant. I get it. That, right. That, yes. Shatterproof. Have that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like the waterproof thing, I'm just head. like, who cares? That's also the the what makes <laughs> yeah. it more accessible and what what gives it a, a higher selling point is that like because it's water resistant, right? It's open to more markets. Like people that work in very wet conditions can use an iPhone. Right. Mm-hmm. What if what uh, if a sailor wanted to have a really nice phone for once? Yeah. Let's go below like, deck. <laughs> so, so like you know that i need the sunset <laughs> that's where the market lies is you know how can we sell it like next thing you know they're gonna make it fireproof you know for people that work in like oh i don't know or sony just make it no not sony sorry samsung just make it explosion capable uh, <laughs> god damn it <laughs> so like yeah that again it's just them just trying to expand their market really like you know who can they sell it to next yeah you yeah. know so and and of course Apple in general has just always been the 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 pettiest when it comes to making their phones, right? Because they they wanted to make it nice, and it's it's almost like it's it's more than just a phone. I feel like to Apple, it's it's just like it's it's more than just a phone. Like it's a product. Yeah, it's a brand. It's a right. brand, and so they want to make it look nice, so that you know if you're, I don't know. If you want that, it's, it's if you ex- want that rose gold yeah, iPhone, yeah, it's, it's an extension of of you. Like if you're that kind of person that likes to have some really nice material going through. And I'm not saying yeah. that other phones aren't pretty. I'm just saying that Apple has also made it their goal to make their phones look nice. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. yeah. Well, back when Steve Jobs was alive, that was his whole thing: is that he was like, this needs to be functional and it looks, to, it needs to look good. His language was design. Yeah. Yeah. Foremost. Yeah. No, because. If you really think about it, like phones really are an accessory that can be added to your outfit in general. They really, it really can be. Like, you won't, you probably won't see most business uh, dudes, guys in suits, you know, probably have a fucking Android. Ninety percent of them are probably gonna have an iPhone, because once again, it's another flex. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's true. Unless you're like us and just get a Google. Yeah. Mild request well, we don't here. Have our money suits, so. Yeah. <laughs> Can we go back to games? Of course. <laughs> so um, Apple breaking into the game uh, industry. <laughs> what do you think? Oh man, it's 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 someone like, who are they competing with? Stadia. <laughs> yeah. Oof, dude, the Stadia was a failure, dude. Flop. But what made Huge the Stadia flop. fail? Like obviously a good concept, but we all know. Why they failed. Have you have you ever tried the uh, Steam streaming capability? I have. It's not good. <laughs> it's all right. That's the I reason why once. Google. That's the reason why Stadia failed. 
I did it once uh, <laughs> with a friend. It's all right. I went right. to go see. He had this monster PC build. The, the tower itself was like five feet off the ground. It was wild. Fuck. It was huge. Uh, and he had like the the most high end shit ever. He also had the streaming thing. Yeah. And I had no idea why that was a necessity. Like it's like why do you need that? And and he showed it to me, and I was like, this is kind of like, like it, it's like. I don't understand what's going on here. Like, why can't you just play the game directly on your PC? Right. But I, I don't know. I guess it was just a, like, I don't know. Like, what? Are you going to play your game from, like, outside your house? You... Well, it's basically making your PC a console in a yeah. way. It's really yeah. what it is, is you're having the capability of now playing on your 50-inch TV in your living room from your PC. Like, you can literally have your PC in a whole different room and play on your fucking 50-inch TV in your living room. As long as your as that. long as your PC is powerful enough to do it. Yeah, PlayStation did that with their not so popular PlayStation um, TV. Mm-hmm. It's like a little well, that's what they they call the American version is yeah. PlayStation TV. Because you can do it with the PSP or PS Vita, if I remember. Yeah, right. like the the it was known as the PlayStation Vita TV. I think, yeah, in Japan. it's like a tiny little box. It's a tiny little box. Yeah, yeah that you would connect to any TV in the house. Mm-hmm. You would use a DualShock Three to play uh, to, to stream basically yep um i don't know why don't you just move your console to your living room that's why it's there. because he has a five foot fucking pc and he doesn't want to move his five foot pc <laughs> to his fucking living room yeah it's like dragging an anchor across your house you're like yeah you're like this is 50 fucking pounds yeah, like it, it, well the other thing is is like i use i used stream literally the other day uh, and it was just so I could play Resident Evil 7 while I was just bullshitting with somebody on, on Discord, if I remember. Yeah. And I was literally in my bedroom, and my PC was over here. And I, I can stream it and play it perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Which I'm surprised because my fucking desktop sucks dick. But well, the, the other cool thing is, like, with PCs is, like, you know, on console, you're kind of... Or a console or Vita or whatever, right? You're kind of stuck on one screen. But with a PC... You know, I got party over here, business over here. Yeah. You know, and it's just like I can just switch back and forth at will. I don't have to like press a certain button to split the screen, scroll in over here just to make something happen over here. I can just whoop, whoop, done. Yeah. And what's kind of cool about the whole uh, streaming thing on Steam, uh, I noticed whenever I was playing on my laptop, I, I can literally plug in my controller to my laptop and play it from there as if I was playing on my PC. But the game was still running on my PC, yeah. so like I brought my laptop over here, and I and I every movement I was making on my laptop was being made from my PC mm-hmm. on the screen. So it's basically just having a double image of what it is that you're playing. Yeah. But at the same time, you can still switch back and forth between them as it's streaming. So like if somebody wanted to watch me play. They can just literally stream it onto their laptop or even their phone because now they have it to where you can stream to your phone and play high-end games. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can switch back and forth to be like, hey, let me try this level out. They plug up their controller to their laptop. They can keep playing, and you can sit there and watch. And then you yeah. can keep switching back and forth, yeah. which is a pretty cool feature, but it's it's not a good enough feature to beat the consoles. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the um, the problem with with Stadia specifically, and I, and I couldn't say like a hundred percent for sure because I don't know exactly why people haven't bought it, and maybe maybe it's still like up and coming. But I think um, well, first of all, the I, I think Stadia appeals the the audience that Stadia appeals to most 
is the kind of gamer who would prefer to buy a game and then just own it and then have it on their PC um, or their, their console or whatever. Um, but then also, uh, obviously, you have to have a pretty decent uh, internet connection mm -hmm. um, because like with, with Steam streaming, you're streaming from your PC to uh, like a box, basically, that you have at your TV. But with Stadia, you're streaming from Google servers to your PC or other whatever device you have. Right. Um, so there's like, you're not over local area network. Um, so you have to have a lot better internet in regards to that. Supposedly they tried to make it work better, like as well as they could, uh, given their, their current technology. But I don't know how much that worked out. But also, um, one of the big promises, one of, one of the things that I think would have made the difference is that Stadia promised, um, because of the fact that we are the ones that are playing the game. Because you're not playing this on on your PC, on your single PC, regardless of how good it may be, mm -hmm. um, you don't have to handle all the processing power. You can let us handle the processing power, and we're fucking Google. Right. So we can handle this shit. You can play... Um, so, like, the, the idea is, like, imagine Resident Evil... Or not... Re well, let's say, let's say Dead Rising. Let's say Dead Rising 3, for example. Um, but instead of, like, oh, you can have 100, 200 zombies on screen, it's like, let's have 5,000 zombies on screen. Because, you know, we have these, these huge servers and we can just do that shit. We can make this huge scale of games and we can do things that you can't do with a single PC. Right. And that was kind of the big thing. But in order to actually get that going, they had to get people onto the service so they could judge whether or not people were interested in actually picking it up to begin with. So they could judge whether or not they could pay a developer to like actually make something like that. And they just didn't get that they didn't get that momentum going and there's nothing on stadia that actually fulfills that promise. Right. So why even like if you need a bit, you need a good internet connection, uh, you need to not already have a library of your own games and actually like care about enough, the games that are on stadia. Um, and you need to kind of be interested in some big, big exclusive that they have on there. And they don't have any of that. Right. I feel like that's kind of the biggest failures that stadia has seen thus far. And that's why it might fail if they don't get any of that in the future. I, I think there's even a, a bigger thing that we can point out to the failure of the Stadia is um, most people who play video games, they they usually play it competitively. And when I mean competitively, I mean they try hard, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so whenever they're trying hard, something fucks up, they're going to blame lag or whatever the fuck. You know, they yell at their screen, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The the lag in general for the stadia was probably mm -hmm. a huge major factor yeah. because the lag input alone because it had to go through the internet and back and it probably wasn't fast if you had shit internet yep. then it's just going to fuck up your gaming experience in general versus getting a normal regular response. Right. You know, mm -hmm. and you can't play a competitive game at that level when you have a lag. And and y'all know this from experience from playing uh, Smash Online. Yep. Because the Nintendo servers suck yeah. dick, dude. Like, yep. they really do. Mm -hmm. But it's a huge lag input that's completely fucking up the game experience. And I think Google Stadia was catered to casual gamers, people that didn't play competitively, people that just wanted a rich story, you know, thrown at their face kind of deal. But yeah. even then... You still have the exact same issue because you could be put into a tight spot in a specific story game where you have to maybe button mash yeah. to get out of a certain situation, out of maybe an enemy grabbing you or something. 
but you keep failing because the lag input's going to completely fuck you up. Rhythm games on Stadia? I think not. Exactly. That right there is a huge major factor that they're probably not going to fix because our tech is so limited at the yeah. moment. Yeah, and that's just an infrastructure problem. Like right. that's There's not much they can do about that right now. Right. But Stadia, it's not going to work. I'm tired of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. We tired up in here. Well, um, it's a good podcast. Anything Anybody you want to throw in there, Ad? Anything good? Anybody want to tell oh, a yeah. quick story? Uh, I got to fart. No, real I quick. Shit, I'm sorry. Real quick, sorry. I want to hear the the stuff you found out, if you're able to summarize it. Oh, you oh, you want to hear a summary of the of the Black Lives Matter stuff? Yeah, I, w- I want to hear what you found out. I'm not, not, not trying to challenge you. I'm just saying I just want to hear it. Okay, yeah, sure. Because that... Is how you're supposed to be. Hear both sides. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. W- there was a lot of things that we said on the previous podcast that were completely wrong. Yeah. And there was, a, there was a lot of things that we said that could actually work. Yeah. Um, like, for example, I think I kept saying about um, how the mom was running for the thing. But it wasn't the case mm-hmm. because his mom was dead. Ah. It was someone else that was running because of that. But still even inspired. Then, Still inspired from the death, which is smart. It's yeah. a good move on that. Yeah. Well, my, my one of the things, but just real quick, that I'm going to say right now, mm-hmm. uh, with with my opinion on things right now, you got the attention. Now, what are you going to do? Yeah. Are you going to see? Because the more you you sit here and you keep going, white people, white people, waving your finger and like posting pictures from like fucking 1921. In like 1865, you know, showing what happened to people back then and shit like that, you, you're gonna, you're you're losing your audience. Right. All right. Remember, the the best way to get people's attention is to not keep fucking insulting them. So so one, saying so obvious. One, one major thing that I, because I had an argument on Facebook about um, a video I had posted, right? And uh, the video I posted because I wanted to give everyone different points of views. I wanted to give. Uh, I post different videos on both sides, and people probably don't catch that. Yeah. But the video was more leaning towards the right, talking about how Black Lives Matter was a joke. Mm. Um, and to an extent, the video was correct. They actually did bring up a solid point. But the biggest thing that I noticed, and I think nobody has actually caught on to this yet, was them uh, people protesting for the the you know the laws to be changed for the police to get you know reconciled for what had happened um i think it's still a wrong way to go about it but it's an effective way to go about it and the reason why i think it's wrong is because if you really think about it people chanting uh that they want change is actually them just asking to somebody to do it for them mm. And I don't think that's what the black community needs. I think the black community needs to do it themselves. Um, And this is actually something that um, Ben Shapiro was bringing up, too. Um, They think that a lot of the reason why uh, black lives are more, uh, what's uh, what's the proper word? I wouldn't say failure, but just more of like a... a Not as successful compared to like white people or Asian people is because of culture. Um, and a lot of that is because, you know, of the single parenthood thing, you know, the, where's their dads, you know, why are, why are the blacks more gangbanging compared to, you know, other people? 
Uh, these are a lot of factors that play into success of a specific race. Well, I think what doesn't help is uh, the media keeps telling black people, a cop's going to kill you. White people are going to stop you, dude. You can't do shit. Well, and that- I'm like, how about you stop telling them that? Let them do their thing mm-hmm. and see how it happens. Right. Not every cop is out the fucking... You have a better chance of being killed by a bolt of lightning than you do being killed by a cop. Right. If you if you look okay. at the stats, um, I think it was 4 million black people, and then it was like uh, 4 or 6 black people that were killed by a white cop. Yeah. And if you look at the like percentage of that, if you actually do the division and everything, that's pretty rare that that happens. Well, the thing is, I agree with... I think it starts from the home. It does. We need, you know, it, it, it's common nowadays for black women to wind up as single mothers, which is tragic. It, it's fucked up. You, you, you shouldn't lose a partner, okay? It sucks. Yeah. And it really does make things difficult. You know yeah. what I mean? But I think, you know, but it has been psychologically proven by studies from Harvard and stuff that does affect a lot of the growth because you, you need two parents. It's a two-person job for a reason. Each yeah. each person does have a role. Yeah. And, you know, everyone plays their role very effectively, and it it's good for the health of the child. Yeah, I agree. So it's like, I think it starts with the community, but I know one point I haven't seen much evidence to argue with is, uh, and like I said, it's an unpopular opinion. Unpopular, <laughs> what I meant to say was, right? Yeah. It's very unpopular to think this, but I haven't seen an argument against it yet. Is I've noticed that a lot of the outbursts, you know, mm-hmm. are only when a white person kills a black person. Right. I don't see this much outburst for 85% of the killing of black people being done by other black people. Right. And like I said, I get it. You know, like I understand why you want to be mad at us. I don't answer for people hundreds of years ago. Right. I answer for me. Well, they don't want to argue with it because they don't have nothing to argue against with it. And, well, it's and because that, it, the it, video... takes, it takes away that uh, quote-unquote race card. Right. It takes that away, and it's like... I guess calling it a race card is kind of, kind of mean, but I mean, I don't care. But... <laughs> fucking Omar. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, it, it does take that away, and I think... Some people are trying to be professional victims for their job, you mm-hmm. know, and you take away their victimhood, right. and now they're out of a job. Right. No, like, no. You get what I'm saying? It's a rude way of putting it, but you, you know what I'm trying to say, right? Well, well, here's the other thing with the whole protesting thing that I was going to bring up is like, you know, the Black, Black Lives Matter is fighting against, you know, the white people so they can have their own, you know, fair living, right? But if you really think about it, like them protesting and telling the telling the white people that they want change is just them trying to have white people fix things for them. And well, it's you, like we you said get, last, you get the irony like, in that. It's like we said last podcast: in way, incentivize them to get in the government and make it more possible for them to get into politics and change it. But there is see, like the stop thing is, asking us for handouts. Like you're better than that, right? Like you, you know what I mean? Right. Like, like it, that's a compliment, by the way, for all for for people who didn't like, you know, people probably listening who didn't like read that all the way through. You are better than asking us to change. Right. Make the change. Right. 
Make it happen. Rub it in our face, too. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But make it happen. Stop asking us. Yeah. Like, what the? What, what, do, you, what do you want me to do? The, the, the opportunity <laughs> is there. It really is. And if I'm looking and thinking about laws specifically, I really don't think there's any laws that are uh, catered to making black people have worse lives. I don't think that's the case. I, I think it's more, like I was saying before, culture. Um, we need to have a culture change for black lives in order to get the success that they need. Because I don't think it's really a normal thing to have, you know, college kids, you know, graduate college, you know, go into some big firm or some big, big in job. It does happen, but it's a small percentage. Mm -hmm. And if they begin to increase that percentage, I think that would actually help them in the longer run. Okay. <laughs> the tired as shit. I just don't have quite the comment because I'm very non-biased. Yeah. So the um, all right. So the, so the main thing I guess would be that there is an I think an assumption that they're not disadvantaged to begin with, and that there's not an external force that has caused them to be disadvantaged. Um, that, 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 like, that's kind of what I'm hearing, but there is, there definitely is to this day. Um, okay. So I watched this documentary. I watched part of this documentary. I'm not going to claim I watched the whole thing. I was very interested in it. I hope that I get to see the rest of it for the record. Um, I highly recommend it. It's free on YouTube. It's on Netflix also. So if you have Netflix, give it a watch. If you don't, uh, check it out on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Um, 13th amendment is about basically, um, it kind of details like what happened after slavery ended. Mm -hmm. Um, so just to give a very quick summary of, uh, the first like 20 minutes or so, um, essentially the idea is that we freed the slaves. We did it. Huzzah. Um, but now suddenly you have half of the United States. Um, what was, what was our economy based off of? Because do you think the South was like, they were they were they were dealing in tourism, no. They were dealing with they had they had exports of, of cotton um, and everything that they were exporting. All of their economy, most of their economy, came from slave labor. There was a bunch of labor that they had that was free because they didn't have to pay these people. And then suddenly now you have a bunch of free people. Um, so not only is your economy in the sewer because you don't have a bunch of people providing your free labor, but now you have another thirteen million Americans that you now have to provide for, that now are free, that can buy things and are part of the economy, mm -hmm. um, and you have to pay. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? So what you do is you hire a police force, um, and you work into your 13th Amendment. You say, okay, every American is granted the inalienable right to work for pay unless you are convicted of a crime. It doesn't matter what that crime is. You just have to be convicted of some crime. So suddenly, you have a police force that you've just started up, and you have your economy that is being threatened to be thrown in the shitter because you have a bunch of slaves that were freed. You don't have free labor anymore. Mm -hmm. um, but you have a solution. You have this police force, and you have them arrest a bunch of people, and obviously you're a bunch of white people, and you just had a bunch of slaves, and you're probably thinking, why did I have to release these slaves? Uh, there, I'm sure there were plenty of nice people who didn't have slaves or who didn't think about slaves that way. But this is the South. 
in the 1800s. Yeah. So there's plenty of people who are like, these people were my slaves. Why should I suddenly give them up? They're still slaves. They're subhuman. Um, that's okay. just how they thought. So you get this police force to arrest these people on minor charges, on, on drug possession, on loitering, uh, on just like shit like that. Just whatever you could get them on. Um, and, and again, they were slaves. A lot of these people are also un- uneducated. It's difficult for them to get jobs in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you put them into this prison system, and then you say, okay, so now we have them in the prison system. They are convicted of a crime. Uh, and because in the 13th Amendment it says we can't have slaves unless they're a convict, now we have slaves. We have people in this prison system. We can make them do whatever we want. We don't have to pay them because they're in the system. That's too bad for them. Mm-hmm. This is in our Constitution, is that we can have slaves as long as we put them in prison, and it doesn't matter what we put them in prison for. It can be for mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. For a fucking ounce of weed, you can put somebody in prison, and we made this bail system that is totally bullshit. Because do you know? Do you know? Do you like? Do you know? Understand what bail is like? How it works, and how unfair it is. Yeah, I had to use it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You so you know. Yeah. You know, like for for families who are already uh you know they don't have enough employment they don't have enough money suddenly they get put in jail they get put in in just in holding for a five thousand dollar bail but they can't afford five hundred dollars so what do they do they find a bail bondsman they have to pay them five hundred dollars and they never get that money back and the bail bondsman just pays that five thousand dollars and they get that money back so they get they get your five hundred dollars and they get five thousand dollars and they're they're scot free because you you sign a contract with them. Mm-hmm. So even now, especially, we have so many people who are in this prison system who are being exploited for their free labor because mm-hmm. of the system that was initiated in the 1800s. And as a result of that, you also had a lot of people um, who were poorer. And a lot of those people were uneducated. Mm-hmm. So you put all of them in one place and suddenly you had slums. And slums, because they're economically disadvantaged, they don't have as, as good of education, they don't have as good of opportunities. Regardless of racism, you just have all these people in one place that don't have the resources. And through the ages, they're being targeted because they are disadvantaged, because they're less educated. They don't have the resources. And so you have just this whole economical area. That's that's why you see increased crime rates. And mm-hmm. also, it's easier to target in this group of people because they're not being paid as much attention to by the greater you know, community. But mm-hmm. the cops can pay greater attention. If you patrol an area more, if you have you know, five or ten cops in the greater city, this is you know, complete hyperbole, but you have five or ten cops that are patrolling the greater metropolitan area, and then you have... 10 or 20 cops in one little hood, suddenly you're going to see a lot more, you're going to see the crime rate shoot up in that area. But it's not because there's more crime there. It's because you have more cops there. It's because Mm -hmm. you have more cops that are arresting people there. Crime is not necessarily indicative of how much crime is actually occurring, only how many arrests are occurring. It's, Mm -hmm. that's why the system is messed up. That's why people are angry. That's the problem with America today and why people are so angry because they've been yelling about this for so long. That's what MLK mm. was about. <laughs> That's the whole... And you know what MLK said? I don't believe in violent riots. Don't do it. 
because he he thought that they were a bad idea. They thought he thought that people like us would see them and think, well, that's why are you being violent? But mm-hmm. but people are angry because since MLK, before MLK, since the end of slavery, people have been saying free us for real, and it hasn't happened mm-hmm. for hundreds of years. So what are we doing? And why are they angry? That's why. That's why people are violent. So, like, do you think that, um, going off a segment of what you just mentioned, so, uh, have have you watched Ben Shapiro before? I've maybe seen clips, but I've never seen his show. I know, I know a lot of people, they, they hear, they hear he's a a right winger and immediately write him off, but he, he does unbiasedly talk about stuff, you know? Yeah. And he does, you know, side with black people on some of this stuff. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's not fair. You know, but uh, uh, you, you said, uh, you know, in a system where they, they don't have the educational opportunities mm-hmm. that most people might have. One of the things he was talking about was, you know, instead of, you know, maybe focusing on police, you know, as much that maybe, you know, maybe get better funding schools down there. Yeah. That, you know, that, that was one of the, see, now I could stand behind that. I'm like a better funding school for people. That's what defunding per- the police is about. It's about a better funding school? Yeah. Defunding- well, because if you, if you lower the police uh, funding rate, mm-hmm. you can spend it elsewhere. Yeah. And therefore, you can spend it into schools specifically. See, making, th- that, that, making the that slums ties in, into a more middle class. That ties in with what I was saying about incentivize the education. Mm-hmm. Like, make, make them want to get into politics. Make them want to get into government and make the changes happen. Yeah. Right. That that's what that's because that's what I've been saying. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm like I'm like you need to incentivize the education. Well, education is the incentive and the incentivizer. Right. Mm-hmm. The, the the problem is that if you don't know the issue, you can't be angry about it and you can't take action on it. Mm-hmm. And education is is the incentivizer. Mm-hmm. That is what will learn you of the issues. Right. I I, see, now, but, I I saw one theory like real quick real quick no, like, I'll, I'll be you're fast. Good. I saw one theory that it, it I, I'm not dwelling on it you know but it, it made me stop and think for a, just a, a little second like maybe go huh mm-hmm. okay so you know what affirmative action is I, I, we're, all, we're all aware of it yeah okay that is making it to where they don't want to have to try to learn because. My SAT score has to be like 4.5, you know, insane shit. You can get in with like a 2.9. Mm-hmm. And all these other people who really, really did earn their way there, white, Asian, Mexican, whatever the fuck, immediately get pushed to the side. Nah, fuck your hard work. He's black. Well, that- and, and that decentivizes trying in schools. But if we could make it to where it's like, if you do good, you will have a reward. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With a better education system, of course. Yeah. You know, but you know, that... That's a whole other topic. Yeah. yeah. But, but it's saying like that would... But you, you, you see what the theory behind that is, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It's basically saying, hey, you don't have to try. You'll just get in because you're black. Right. That's kind of insulting to your own community to have that around. I understand it, it, it needed to be around later or, or earlier. You know what I mean? Like, wait, wait, 1960s, whatever the fuck, when it was uh, put into place. Mm-hmm. But... Now it's 
I think, you know, if I'm looking at it from that person's perspective, shift over to make the schools better, take away affirmative action because now you're on equal ground, okay, and make it happen. You see, you, you, you see the theory behind. I'm not oh, saying yeah. this is my theory, but I'm saying like I'm trying to explain what this guy said. It, yeah. He he explained it a lot better than I could. So there's there is actually a lot of factors that you can point out in the specific uh, sy- systemic racism that you're basically just describing from uh, the documentary you're wa- you're watching. You know, uh, talking about the whole slums with the redlining and everything. Um, that was a real thing, but they did also make a law to where that's no longer a thing. Even though people still practice it, sad but true, because there are racist assholes in this world. Yeah. That's a true. Th- that's a true thing. Um, as long as people are people, there's always going to be someone. No, right? the, yeah, yeah. A lot of a lot of this fight right now is good versus evil. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, is really what it is. But to go back to it though, they still have the same opportunities as someone else. If anything, they actually have more opportunities because of the affirmative action thing. Um, that was the affirmative action was put into place because they were trying to correct by having universities be diversified because there wasn't enough black people that could get into it because they didn't have the proper schools or the funding for the schools to get the proper education. And the affirmative action was supposed to make that a thing so that they can get in because they Mm -hmm. knew coming from a lower income part of the city, you're not going to get the same education as someone that got a private school. Nowhere is near the same education. Um, So the affirmative action is technically an overcorrection because of what you were saying. Because technically, if you think about it, affirmative action is sort of a racist thing. You know, in a way, it's it's saying that black people are dumber than everyone else. And because of that, they can get in with a 3 or a 2.9 compared to a 4 or 4.5. I mean, look at at it this way. Like, I'll put it in Smash Brothers terms, you know, just to try to help explain how I'm thinking about it, you know, it's, uh, I, I verse James in smash. I want his best character. I want to really try and I want to see what I can do Okay. because you know, James is far better than me at smash. Okay. That's just a fact. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But I'm saying it's like, you know, and then, and say, instead of James picking, you know, his best characters, you know, like Samus, Greninja, Sonic, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. He chooses like Yoshi or something to patronize me. And okay. be like and be like, I, I know you can't handle it. Okay. I can dump that, with some that, Yoshi though. <laughs> okay, but I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying like like that's that's what the affirmative action is, is like. Like I see it more as an insult to to black people than anything. Their colleges are basically going, We know you can't get high SAT scores, so here you go, little boy. Right. And it's just like, well, yeah. I if I remember correctly, I think colleges don't even require uh, SAT scores anymore. They're well, trying. Yeah. They're trying to work for it. I, yeah. I, I, is it is it all colleges or some? I don't know actually. I think it's I think it's probably. I know California for sure. Big yeah. surprise. <laughs> I think it's starting with the top with the Ivy League, and then it's gonna like. <laughs> oh, obviously the Ivy Leagues are gonna have a way you know lower entrance rate. Because mm-hmm. they're more strict on their interest, entrances and their people that come to their school. Yeah. They have to have an image. I mean, that's why they're an Ivy League. Yeah. yeah. But even then, um, funding the money into the public schools uh, will help to an extent. 
Um, it really will. But then the bigger failure still becomes the the failures at home. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, that's what it still boils down to. Because let's say you do give them this uh, badass school that's probably better than a private school. You know, um, they start learning things, but they still stick to the same thing that they were doing before. You're gonna get the same well, outcomes. I I think I think what my mm-hmm. question is, and. This is just something I've been thinking about recently. Like, I haven't really thought about this before. But when... So, we're just spitballing here. We're just making a random thought, you know. We're just, you know, whatever, right? We're being hypothetical. Okay. It sounds like a lot of the education system, yeah. you know, is what is our, our big thing here. So mm-hmm. we can all pretty much assume a better educational system right. would actually fix most, if not everything, you yeah. know? Yeah. Because an right. educated society is a more polite society, okay? Right. So we, we can all agree on that. Right. Mm-hmm. So when they have it, right, my question is, is it a time ticking bomb until white people are blamed again for something? Because if if you, like I said, you're given the solution to fix it, and it went through. Better education system solves so many problems. Okay. So, when is the next, you know, when is the next round coming well, in? Or, well, you gotta or, really- or to better put it, if, if that fails, hypothetically, okay... Okay. If that were to fail, is that yet again the fault of everyone else? Or is it like, okay, we actually gave you a good setup and you still fucked it up? Okay. Are you going to blame us? Mm-hmm. Like, would, no, they... would, would, would that... See, my, my thing is, would that blame come right back to us? Well, of course and it's like, it... we did what you said. No, that, that of course it would. Like, I, I, but, I'm, not, but... I'm not trying to be like... Oh, it's because of us, you know, but I'm not, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like, you know, it, it just seems like if something were to go wrong, it, it's, you know, the, the white majority is going to be blamed for it well, I mean, again. Gotta, and it's we, like, mm. well, you got to think about it. Like a lot of people here specifically in America, and I think this is an American culture thing mm. is that we're pretty big on pointing the finger. If something goes wrong, <laughs> you can say that again. very big on that. And, and I think that's the stupidest way to go about your psyche in general. Um, you should try to focus more on what you could have done better mm-hmm. versus, you know, he did this and that's why this went wrong kind of a deal, you know? Yeah. Um, that's but, just more of just basic human psyche in general. But that's also a culture fix that we have to do. And that's not going to change anytime soon, specifically in my opinion, because social media is a thing. Um, we're so catered to being, um, what, what's it, uh, visually known as successful, mm-hmm. uh, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever the fuck, you know, we, we, we try to be like, oh, this dude's pretty fucking cool. He has like so many followers. So we yeah. get an ego going, right? And whenever that ego breaks because something wrong happened, you're not going to point the finger at yourself. Fuck no. It, it's hard to yeah. admit when it's your fault. Like it is, yeah. you know, like even I still hate doing that, but I will say I could, I always say I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. 
like I always put it out there that I'm, there's a chance I'm wrong. I'm not. I'm not but, saying you know, that the blacks are gonna specifically point to whites again, but I'm just saying any race in general is still gonna be pointing the finger at somebody. Yeah, I I, I know that's like an imperfection. Someone's always gonna blame someone. It doesn't have to be a specific race, you know. But I'm saying I'm going off of uh, just over the years what I've seen. Now I'm not saying that's always the case, but I am saying that tends to loop around to that a little more often than I like. And it could be the bad eggs getting coverage when they don't need that. You know what I mean? It could just be like the people who are just be like, okay, you know, he's not, he's not speaking for all of us. You know what I mean? Like it could be that guy just getting through, slipping through the cracks every fucking time. Hell yeah. And that brings me back to the whole, the media covers that guy mm-hmm. just to fan the flames. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, look, cover those people over there. Yeah. Like ignore this douche. Like go get, <laughs> go get that guy. So, like, so here's here's something else that I think actually would uh, extremely benefit um, uh, America in general is if they actually legalize weed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it always boils down to the weed. No, really. <laughs> if, if you really think about it, there is actually a lot of people in the prison system because of what James was saying, a fucking ounce of weed. Yeah. It's it's literally a plant a, that grows on Mother Earth. There was an Asian guy. When I was when I was waiting in jail for for a bail or whatever, there was an Asian guy. He said he got caught with I think it was like six ounces of weed, mm-hmm. and the court wanted to charge him with twenty. Jesus yeah. Christ! Twenty years for that. See, and that's I, stupid. And I was just like, mm. that fuck. <laughs> that alone is a waste of resources. Putting him in the system just to, just because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, legalizing weed would take that away. Huge dramatically. I mean, yeah. how much of a boost in the eco of Colorado did they get just from legalizing it? What well, one the of the first questions? Year? Yeah. One of the questions I heard that which I I think should be a fucking obvious answer. You know, is oh, well, all the people in jail right now because of it? Do they stay in jail? No, obviously not. <laughs> yeah, they <laughs> let shouldn't. Them go. No, they shouldn't. <laughs> no, they shouldn't even be in jail in the first place. You see, yeah. see, I can stand behind this one, right? Like I'm easily able to get behind this one because. This isn't like a black or white thing. This is just a, anyone caught with just a little bit of weed. I'm like, really? You're, you're going to prison with guys who've murdered people for that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, hell, <laughs> you, know I mean? you can take it a, a step even further than that. You can make all drugs legal if you want. Mm-hmm. That would even – fuck, dude. That would make the prison system almost empty. Yeah. Fucking almost empty if you take if you make fucking almost. heroin and <laughs> crack and fucking anything, yeah. dude. Focus on rehabilitation instead of punishment. Right. I mean, you're obviously going to be throwing your resources into rehabilitation, which is going to be just as expensive. Yeah. But once again, that boils down to <laughs> culture again. Are they willing to fix themselves versus have handouts for themselves? Yeah. Yeah, and I think I think also that that kind of ties into the whole defund the police thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of want to explain that a little bit because I feel like I've seen a lot of like... Is it getting rid of the police force? No. 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 There are some people who are saying abolish the police. I don't personally agree with that That's entirely. Stupid. But like... So so here's, here's what defunding the police means, right? So uh, I, I saw a really good argument about this and I'll, I'll try and, and kind of like represent it as well as I can. But um, basically, okay, so think about what cops do, right? So cops are the guys that you call when there's a robbery. Mm-hmm. Um, when there's like an when there's an armed robbery, uh, they're the ones that you call like to like bust uh, like some gang members. 
or to like just like they the, you you call them for 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 like people with weapons yeah. and guns and you call them when there's like a domestic disturbance um you know you call them when some like some asshole is like standing on your lawn and you want to complain about it mm-hmm. um you call them when you when you're uh, like when you have drugs why do the cops do all this shit why is it the same people who are like you they also they pull you over They're, that's the same people who also are just cruising around and pulling you over why is it that we have to have one department that's doing all of this stuff that's that doesn't really all sound like the job of like that doesn't sound like one job does it mm-hmm. so the defunding the police isn't like hey let's get rid of the police defunding the police is let's reduce what we're spending on police let's decide what we want them to do so we want police to to deal with armed robberies and to deal with with uh, like you know when there's a big like gang operation or something we want them to deal with that stuff because mm-hmm. they're already they're they're you know they're all <coughs> they're all kitted out you know they're ready for that sort of stuff right. but they, we don't need as many of them just for like everything to be kitted out we need like a, a smaller force that can deal with that stuff and then we need another force and and again so cops are trained for like six months on on like everything they need to do so no let's make it so that they're trained on on tactics for like the thing we want them to do like armed robberies and then we have another task force another emergency service that's specifically for if you have somebody who is abusing drugs and you have another service for domestic abuse because that way you don't have the people that are have that need to have guns that are armed that are doing all this other shit they can focus on their thing, mm-hmm. and then you have somebody who specifically goes around and drives and knows like how to deal and how to de-escalate and how to deal with people who have been speeding and how to give out tickets. And you don't have to be afraid of them because they're not carrying heavy weapons because they're just there. Like, excuse me, I'm I'm here to give you a ticket because you were speeding. So it's almost like a military thing. So it's almost like uh, we'll, we'll put the uh, police force right now as like army. Yeah. Okay, but. You want to make it to where it's like Navy, Air Force, Marines, like something like that. Yeah, exactly. But y'all realize that's already a thing. I mean, it is kind of, but like... Not in full action. But here's, full, the, here, here's action. the other bigger issue here, too. Um, like I was saying before, it's kind of a good versus evil sort of sore deal. Um, I'm, I'm going to point the finger here and just say the evil ones here are the drug cartel people, the gangs. I'll be honest. They're they're putting a lot of bad into the slums, and it's making it a million times worse. I I, I think but, the, the hard. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. But um, if you really think about it, they with the funding that the police have now, you would imagine that it would be done with already. You would imagine that they would have caught these bad these bastards already, right? Mm-hmm. But they can't. What is it? Why is it? It's and then it's it goes laws to, stopping. See, but then it goes into more conspiracy theories. It could be that the uh, politicians are the reason why, mm-hmm. you know? Maybe the politicians are the ones behind the reason why. I wouldn't doubt it. Because if you think about it, there's probably a lot of people that are making a shit ton of money off of this. Yeah, that's uh, fair. A shit well, ton it, the other of money. thing is, the other thing is, okay, there is a real, real, really, real, real easy way, you know? But it goes against a whole bunch of rights. It goes against a whole bunch of laws. Okay. But if you think they're in an area, right? Mm-hmm. Be evasive as shit. I'm talking every email that's sent out from everyone in that area. You read it. 
you read you get the phone company send the police all their text messages everyone's text messages okay you look through everyone's hard drives search their houses you'll find them lickety split it'll be quite obvious which one is <laughs> the drug cartel guy okay, okay? but it's saying again it violates a lot of rights violates a lot of laws but it could that would you know it, i guess it would take a lot of resource but i'm saying yeah. you know you'll sure as fuck find them I mean, but a, a lot of the thing is, a lot of these cartel people, they're playing within the law. You know what I mean? Like they're you as a cop, you can't just bust down someone's door and search their house, right even on. if you saw something clearly like that. That was him. Yeah. Okay. And, and it was pretty fucking obvious that was him. Okay. You have to get a warrant, and the cartel guy knows that. Right. And while you go get that warrant, he's out. You lost him. Right. And that's. So if the cop just had permission to be like that guy, but again, you'll, you'll get the occasional psycho that'll slip through the cracks and be like, I'm just going to kick down this person's door. Right. Right. Which, you know, therein lies the problem. Right. And then also that goes back to the whole defunding thing. That's going to make the whole cartel or gangs in general, even worse because now that the cops are more lenient, that's going to leave more open, you know, room for, people to well disobey I, the law i noticed what what james is what, what, what you were what you were saying right uh that there will be uh certain tasks for task forces mm-hmm. that show up to certain emergencies that don't require a, a gun yeah. right okay yeah, no, I agree which which I, you, know, I, you know i'm in agreement with that yeah i'm like okay you don't need to have your fucking weapon on you for this yeah okay right. so you know i can agree with that you know mm-hmm. but the part i'm worried about Right, because I, I I just try to think, you know, like I I try to think for like that one percent that might try some stupid shit. Okay, you know, the part I'm worried about is the people that will hide a crime behind the ruse, you know, for a force that won't bring weapons. That way, there's nothing to challenge them. Right. When these when one of these forces arrive, right? It's making more loopholes. I guess you know, in a simpler way, that's that's what I'm saying. Like I said, it's, it's all needs to be worked on and you know thought out more. But I, and like I said, I'm I'm only trying to think of like the occasional situation that might happen. I mean, just, I, I'm not saying it will happen. I mean, just yeah. think but about I'm it. saying I always try to think of like that with that the system loophole or with, how to fix that. You know, just in case that happens. Right. You know, something but you got to like think that. about it. Like yeah. the with the system we have in place now. With the uh, huge amount of loopholes that we have now, a lot of criminals are getting away with a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. a shit ton of stuff, because yeah. they know the loopholes. And defunding it is going to make it a hundred times harder. I mean, maybe, but also, because defunding it isn't just about taking money away from emergency services. the The whole call is to put take away money specifically from like vi- like making it so that everything is just super generalized and let's put money towards making people l- making more that are more specially trained mm-hmm. so i i think that in a way you can actually tighten down the hatches as it were if you okay. did that because it's not because as opposed to just like you know bigger muscles more force <laughs> it's like let's get smarter you know let's get more tactical let's get you know instead of instead of like a fucking sledgehammer let's get a precision drill in there okay like you know it if you re 
Compobulate the system. <laughs> if, you re, if you retouch everything, if you go over everything with a fine-tooth comb, and you say, all right, here are some problems, and, like, like we have this huge, big fucking, like, weave of shit, and we have all these people that are all dedicated to doing all of this stuff, and we say, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to say, we have, now we have this many people to deal with, and we're going to we're gonna take away, the, take, take apart this, like, tangled web of all the shit you have to do, and then we're going to, like, make you into a nice woven mat. And this, like, all you do is you do this thing. We've trained you to do this thing. Here are all the laws. you got to learn all of the, you know, all the rights that people have. And you have to know, like, how to counteract their loopholes. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll, sh- you know, shore up some of those loopholes. Who knows? But, um, so you just, you have tr- have them trained more specifically on that. And that way they don't have the knowledge of, like, Here's what you have to do at a traffic stop, and here's what you have to do if there's a domestic disturbance, and here's how you comfort somebody who's, you know, go undergoing some bad shit, and here's what you have to do if, uh, if a child is being abused. Um, instead of that, they just have, like, you, you are on the hard force. This is for uh, when, when there's, like, when there's gang activity, uh, when there's cartel shit. When this stuff is going down, that's what you are here for. You, you went through, you know, six months, two years, whatever, of training specifically for this. Mm-hmm. And then meanwhile, you have another department that's like, you've been trained for two years or whatever on on psychology, on um, therapy, so that when you get that call of like, hi, my, my husband is beating me, you can be like, all right, I'm going to de-escalate the situation. Um, I'm going to, like, if I need to, I'll call back up. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to, like, talk to these people and try and make the situation better and then see where we need to go from there. Okay. That, that's, so that's, that would be my, my take on that. That would okay. get rid of a lot of, uh, well, from frankly, from what I've heard, a lot of the training is like, mm-hmm. that process right there would get rid of a lot of the sexism towards men in law. Okay. Because I've said it before, uh, my brother was taught police are wired to arrest the guy for, even if you're beat the fuck out of, mm-hmm. and you have a knife sticking out of your arm or something, they're going to arrest you right. first. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so, so a woman could have stabbed you, kicked your dick, you know, tried to scratch out your eye. You could be like on the ground in the fetal position in pain. They're arresting you first. No. You know, because all she has to say is he pushed me and they'll arrest you, even though you're like that. Mm-hmm. And it it's kind of bullshit, you know. Right. But yeah. I guess that would get rid of a lot of that. Yeah, you so, wouldn't have as much reason because you can you can specifically train for those situations. Yeah. I see it working, and I actually see that being a, a really good thing to do, but I don't see it being cost-efficient. Mm-hmm. I actually see it, if anything, costing more to do that. Well, I, I think what they're trying to do is, like, but, but they'll keep the same funding, but they're going to split it up into sections. The benefit of that specific, like, um, ideal is that you're getting better training. And it's with the whole education system. You're yeah. teaching now, them how to do things better. What I'm worried that's, about. That's the major benefit because if they can handle the situation better, everything's going to turn out better. But it, that's why I say it's going to cost more too because now they have to go through a more specific extensive training. Um, that could be another year added on to their training, which means that's going to be more debt that they're going to have to get to go to school to get that specific training. But yeah. I, I guess what people could say to that, which I'm pretty sure this probably just, just crossed your mind too, is it's better to have a more well-trained person 
and pay for it than, you know, have some shithead running around. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, like, no, that's 100% true. I, I, it's it, now, it's th- really now way too easy to become a cop. Now, now yeah. here's the problem. Like I said, people are flawed. Mm-hmm. Someone always hates somebody. Mm-hmm. Never going to get rid of that. That's here to stay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. That's just people. So, what again, you know, I like to bring back the whole, you know, when it comes back to pointing fingers at, you know, whichever who doesn't matter, right? Okay. When this system isn't placed and you still got some racist asshole who slips through the cracks, you know, fake it till you make it. You know what I mean? Okay. Is, is that our fault? It does become your fault because you're the ones that made the... No, no, no. I'm talking like, like race wise or some... Yeah, fucking racist white guy right. somehow slips through that that system and does something dumb that shouldn't have been done. Well, sad but true. Is that is that like it, yes. all the fingers are gonna point right back to white people again? Sad, sad but true. Yes. And I'm gonna have to go through history class again. Like it's just like, yeah. I'm no. like, dude, this was your system. Sad, sad it's but like, true. It's it like here's the thing. Because like I said, it people are flawed. There's gonna be that guy. Yeah. But. What I'm trying to say is, if this is the system you want in place, that you think, you know, would be better for you, and if it is, I hope it is, okay? But I'm saying, when you put this system in place, this is your system, Mm -hmm. you are taking credit for it. You're not going to go point the finger at me, you know what I'm saying? And it goes for any kind of situation like that. If you make a system, you cannot blame anyone else if your system... It's fucked. You have to say, yeah, that guy made it through. He's gone now. End yeah. of story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's all it takes. That's how it should be. But I'm just worried, like I said, because, you know, history just seems to be repeating itself. Yeah. You know, don't. This this is a system that these protesters are fighting for. Okay. And I, I'm with you. I, you know, and well, after you explained it, I'm kind of with you. No, okay. But I do want to go off on one thing. Okay. I don't think. So I don't think that. To some extent, there is a little bit of blaming, and and mm-hmm. I will admit that whenever this happened, but I don't think that the the main big problem with this and with the other like recent cases is that it happened at all. Because yeah, there are racist shits, there are yeah. racist assholes, and even if we incru- improve the system like that, they might still get through. That wasn't necessarily the problem. It, it is a problem, yeah. but like the fallout came not when they killed a black person. The fallout came with uh, when they killed somebody and then their buddies it protected them. Their buddies in the system said, eh, yeah, sure, but... So... You're like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> Do you know what the, protect- what the protection is, by the way? I don't remember what the law is called, so I'm, I'm kind of speaking out of my ass here, but I remember the basics of it. So, there is a law... Like, for, for, the, for the cop? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What, oh, okay. Do you know what protects them? Um, I, I don't know what protects them, but I do see a lot of like, you know, that the, a lot of the arresting facilities or something like that can be like, never happened. Yeah. There, there is a little of that because, of, <laughs> because of favoritism, you know, it's like, Oh, that's my, that's my uncle Jeb. But like, so here's the thing. We put a law in place. Um, and this was meant to protect police. It, like, it was it was made with good intentions. The problem is, okay, so this law, effectively what it does is it says you can't prosecute a cop for, for something 
you basically, if when you prosecute a cop, you have to go based off of the results of a previous court proceeding. Mm-hmm. So that is to say, you can say what you did is illegal, but you can't prosecute them for that uh, until the next time that that happens. And you can get awfully specific with it. Right. Yeah. Guilty, so you can say... Uh, guilty until proven innocent. Exactly. But that's the thing, is that you can say, okay, sure, you killed a guy, but no one in the history of police has ever killed a black man in Minneapolis by kneeling on their knee and their back before. Mm. So you're good to go. That is the sort of protection that people got up in arms about. Yeah, so if his knee, his knee wasn't at a 45 degree angle, does it? Yeah. Doesn't, <laughs> you're, you're like, um, uh, hold up. What the like, fuck? You're an idiot. <laughs> you realize he, he killed a guy, right? Yeah. So that's the thing is that like, it wasn't necessarily just like, oh, a white person killed a black guy. It was a white person and a cop killed a black person and then the rest of their union the rest of the system that we've built stepped in and protected that cop even mm. though everyone knows he fucking killed that guy right mm. that is the thing i think that people stand stood up about and that is why i think to some extent the question basically to answer the question that you're asking there may be blame but if we if we train people more specifically if we get rid of that Mm-hmm. then no, we don't have to worry so much about blame. Because there will be blame. But the majority of people will say one person slipped through and they immediately got punished. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Because yeah. that's going to happen. I'm okay with them getting punished. That, you know what that, I'm saying? I, I, think, I think what my, my thing is, is I understand where people are coming from. Okay. It's not that I ignore what they're saying. It's that... Before I make a decision on anything, well, I guess not every time, but with stuff like this, Mm. I really pick it apart and I really poke at the core. Like, I pick it apart. Almost to an annoying level, let's be honest. Okay? But, so my thing is, is I'm just waiting for for the classic, you know, point the finger... At you know at at the white people you know I get it okay whatever right mm-hmm. someone's gonna do it let's just be honest all right but my thing is will people have the fucking balls to be like you no 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 we're doing what you want right now mm-hmm. so now you get up on a podium and say I'm sorry this guy got through we'll handle it mm-hmm. don't point at me and be like. Well, maybe if you blah 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 blah, your ancestors blah 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 blah. I'm like, I'm like, that has nothing to do with today. What are we gonna do about it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I, cause like, dude, I. Look, white people are a race too. All right, I don't see people. Uh, I don't see Omar as Mexican. I don't see you as Mexican. I don't see you as white. I see you as people. I see you as friends. Okay, so but you know if people do want to keep mentioning race, then you know me being I guess the middleman I am, I'm gonna be like okay, well I am a race too. It is possible to be racist with me as well, mm-hmm. and you are being racist, and just like how you want me to stop, you're going to fucking stop as well, because the instant I do it back to you, 
you're going to throw a big fucking tantrum because I'm going to give it to you 10 times worse. Mm-hmm. So Sad make your true. choice. Sad but true. It's not going to happen. People are still going to do it. I know. And, and that's what I kind of don't like. But it, like I said, people are flawed. It's going to happen. Whatever. Like, um, I think I posted a video on Facebook a while ago of uh, Morgan Freeman uh, talking about racism. And it was just him talk- specifically saying, like, Stop uh, talking about it. Yeah, just stop yeah. talking about it. Like uh, he was like, "I'm gonna stop calling you a white man," and I would suggest you stop calling me a black man because yeah, we're and, all humans. And he said he doesn't. Morgan Freeman is against Black History Month. Uh, yeah, he I saw thinks, that video. He too. thinks it's a. Uh, I guess, like I, I watched a more in depth interview about it because I was like, "Hold on," you know what I mean? I wanted to know more about why he thought that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he what I, what I brought up earlier. He he sees it as patronizing it is he's like black history is american history yeah you know he's like is there like a jewish history month yeah. something like that and the guy was like you know in that one video you know the guy was yeah. like no you know he's like do you want one and the guy was like no and he's like <laughs> i don't want one either but this goes because in, in in the depth in in the in-depth video mm-hmm. i watched about that he says it because because it puts races on an unequal ground it does. No, it really does. This is everyone's history. You know what I'm saying? So by saying Black History Month, you're he basically said you're saying black people are top. Woohoo, we're the best. All of your history doesn't matter. We got a whole month to ourselves. He's like, no. The way to end the racist stuff is everyone is equal on the history. Right. But that's never going to happen, though. And, yeah. and, and a lot of reason is that because people want to feel important. Yeah. Well, it's like I said, there are some people whose job it is. I mean, why to be, do you, what do you to think be the victim or to be the uh, the guy who just always has to say something? You know, it's like, well, yeah, victim, I'm not saying it's just black people that do that. I'm victim, just saying, but no, in, victim in general, mentality, there's always someone. Victim mentality is a, is an American thing. Every, yeah. Everyone in America does that. And it's, <laughs> I'm it's, like, it's I'm annoying. Like, it's annoying. You want to know about real victims? Go to Syria or like fucking Afghanistan. Look at how they treat their fucking people. Right. And then really ask if you have a right to complain in this country, which you know, again, there's stuff we can complain about, but I'm saying like mostly, mostly firing that one at feminists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why don't you go fight for those women? They kind of need it. But yes, like, like as, as honest as Morgan Freeman was, it, it's still not going to fix it though. Yeah. It's still not going to fix it. it. Even if they did take it away, you're still going to have people that are going to be outraged by it. And, this was a um, a discussion I was having with Tina about this. Uh, we were talking about politics for a bit, and I was explaining to her that I was a conservative, and she was definitely more uh, libertarian. Um, she's, you know, all for Pride Month and everything and things like that. Um, I was telling her, I was like, look, we have different political views. And, you know, if uh, just giving you a heads up, like, just don't get mad if I say anything stupid or, you know, if you say something stupid and I say something back, you know, like, we're we're just friends here kind of deal but oh man i kind of forgot where i was going with that but anyways the whole ideology of the the victimhood is put into place because of extremists the extremists the people that take it too far um and you can see that in each part political party there's there's a lot of people that are left-wingers that are absolutely crazy and same for right-wingers okay. like they don't they common sense just isn't there yeah 
Yeah. You know, um, and it's the same thing for uh, people that are for uh, Pride Month or people that are for, uh, you know, for straight rights, whatever the fuck, you know, mm-hmm. the extremist is what fucks straight it up. Rights. Yeah. One hundred percent. Fuck it up because they're they're thinking for themselves and not for the others around them. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and that will always be there. That's the sad part. That's like the inevitable thing that you can't take out of humanity. I, I, so, like I said, I, I, I gotta, you know, we gotta wrap it up here, you know. But there, there's, there's a, a, a little question I, I've, I've always, I've always asked, you know, and no one's ever given me a, a, a solid answer to really, you know, make me debate in my own head, right? But one of them is. Um, you know, if we look back at, you know, times where there was like slavery and, you know, a lot of people getting fucked up, you know, shit like that. Right. Okay. Why in this country do we act like white people invented slavery? I've, I have noticed that there, and I've looked in history books before. History, history and, was uh, on multiple races. Well, well, what I'm saying is if you look in history books. It only talks about when white people owned the slaves. That's that's where you'll start seeing that. I mean, here okay? in America, mostly. But I'm, but I'm saying, you know, um, you never hear about that it was people over in Africa that went and sold their own people and caused this whole debacle. Mm-hmm. You never hear that bit. Right. And so my question is, why don't we get to hear that bit? Because as being black people in America, you are now part of our history. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I feel that should be in the books on how this came to be. We didn't invent it. No. Okay. It, you know, I know. And the thing is, every race has been a slave. Okay. Like, you know, white people, we even slaved white people. Asian people fucked up Asian people. Mexican people fucked up Mexican people. We've all fucked each other up royally. Yeah, that's an alpha beta thing. Yeah. And (laughs) so that's the thing is, how come that part is not mentioned? Well, because nobody wants to hear that. It's not a part of their agenda. Okay, that's... I've I've heard that one before. (laughs) James? Uh... I don't know. I didn't go to public school, so uh, I couldn't really tell you if it was part of the A curriculum or not. He got the proper education. This is what James I, I is smarter admit, than us. I gotta admit, thinking back on it, I wish I was homeschooled, dude. I swear <laughs> to God. Public school suck, but the school yeah. system in general sucks. But but you, you but you do you see what I'm saying? You know, because if you look at it, they always talk about it as if it was solely us, right? And I mean, it's the thing. Okay, we didn't help it. No, but we definitely didn't. But help it. you know, in a way, in a, in a kind of a fucked up sense, right? I want to be like, yeah, you can blame your own people. Mm. Your own people fucked you. Yeah. So get mad at yourselves, once, mostly. Once again, it's it's one of those. Um, like, if I sell you a car, you're gonna use it as a dinner table. It's it's one of those going back to <laughs> being <Is> it clean. <laughs> <laughs> it's going back to uh, being able to point the finger at somebody. Um, the whites are the nearest to what we can say we can point the finger to. They could ultimately point it to their own people in Africa, but at the same time, like they don't, they're not here in America. 
It's the whites that continued to push it that made it worse. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why they're pointing it well, at the whites because they made it worse. Well, like I said, it didn't make it worse. You, 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 like if you look at it from back then at a different perspective, not saying I support it, calm the fuck down people. But if you look at it from a perspective, as a perspective, mm-hmm. these, uh, these other African people were selling their own people mm-hmm. as workers. So naturally people are going to be like, Oh, we don't have to do this. Right. Mm-hmm. So we, so in a sense, those people bought what they were sold. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not right. You also got to go back. I'm, but I'm saying like, you know, you look at it that way. Also, I understand that what happened was very bad. Yeah. Uh, it shouldn't have ever happened, honestly. Okay, that that should have been a kind of an obvious thing from the get go. Like, no. Uh, yeah. How about we just take those people from you right now and you fuck off? Actually, no. You know what I, I mean? If anything, that actually makes sense. Why they would do that back then? But but what what I'm saying is, and like I said, I, I really I really do gotta wrap this up, you know. But uh, it's um, they these black people were sold all over the world. Mm-hmm. That was the objective of, of the people who were originally selling them. And if you do some digging around and you look, uh, not, again, again, none of it was good. Mm-hmm. Nobody did anything correct with this one. Okay? Mm-hmm. okay. But I am saying there are other races that did a lot worse. And I mean chopping heads off and laughing at their head, rolling around in the street, letting children skin them I mean, for fun. Fuck. You can say Nazis. I'm just worst. saying, no, no, I'm not talking about Nazis. I'm talking about when, no, when no, black no, people were first being sold. No, to, I know what you're talking about. There yeah. are other races that did a lot worse. Right. And I mean, appallingly worse. Mm-hmm. Again, what we did wasn't good. Not saying that, but I'm saying if if you read about it, you probably shouldn't point the finger at us too much. Well, here's (laughs) the the one thing I was going to tell you why it actually does make sense back then is because you got to also realize we weren't nowhere near as civilized as what we are now. Mm -hmm. If anything, we were literally just starting out civilization. Like we were still... You know, if you're talking like Civ Five, like we're just kicking it out of the Stone Age kind of deal, you know? Yeah. We don't we don't have the the knowledge of human rights or anything like that. If anything, it, it goes back to our more archaic uh, abilities, which is the alpha beta thing. Yeah. You know, if you're a beta and and you can't whoop an alpha's ass, he's gonna make you do what he wants. You know, that's just uh, our human nature. That's nasty. The nasty side of human nature, I should say. Let's cut. It's kind of like that mean comment when settlers came here with Native Americans. I call it Darwinism. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I mean, but the thing is, people act, people do act like all the Indian tribes were just, you know, hey man, you want to smoke some weed, man? And I'm like, dude, you guys were fucking each other up royally before we even arrived. We just, we just had better weapons when we came and beat you out. Right. So in in a sense it is Darwinism. It it's it's uh 
it's the whole ideology of humanity wanting more power over other people yeah. um, that really pushed that. Um, think about it like civilization just started. Money just started becoming a thing um, and making a money, a lot of money, free labor. Yeah. And so any race is going to take their betas, the people that are pussies, that can't lead anybody, and they're going to put them as slaves because they can make money off of that because mm. they're not going to want to fight back because they're not alpha enough to do it. It's the sad truth, but like that's the nastier side of humanity. And, and, I guess and it be, made sense for, for an alpha's perspective to make their village stronger by making money off of the betas kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I, once again, I don't support it. I still think it's fucked up. But once again, we are more civilized. We, we know better as yeah. humans now that that should never have happened. Yeah, but, I, I, just, I just don't like always having to answer – for shit that happened back then. It's like, what's, I'm sorry, did I do that? Like, no, I, it wasn't me. <laughs> no. I'm like, wasn't me? Like, it wasn't me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so what, why do I have to say I'm sorry? Yeah. I didn't do shit. That's, that's a lot of things, a lot of points that people bring up now that are on the opposite end of, of people that still bring it up. They keep saying that you shouldn't be bringing it up because nobody here right now is a slave owner. Nobody here right now is really pushing for that agenda, but well, and again, when it keeps being brought up, when people were trying to free slaves, you know, us, but not nobody. Like when the war happened, where it was like the North versus the South, the South were like, "We want to, you know, keep slaves," the North was like, "No, you don't." Mm-hmm. There was an overwhelming majority of both white and black people that fought against. It. Like there were white people that are like. Hey, you know, they would call people Negroes back then, you know, whatever the fuck. But they were just like, here's a gun. Here's a uniform. You're with us. Let's do it. Right. But people don't look at that. Well, you got to think about it like this, too. Um, That's brainwashing, basically. Um, The slaves were brainwashed to obey the whites, you know, their entire years of enslavement. And them getting out of slavery becomes a what the fuck moment like what am i doing now yeah. well and that's yeah. that's right you know and the thing is like if you know there are re- re- actual you know real historical documented scenarios where when these black people would march with the white people to you know fight the south and stuff like that there were all black battalions and stuff like that yeah. and the some of the soldiers would try to teach these black men and women how to read mm-hmm. you know they'll try to teach them you know skills that they didn't get a chance to know when they came here so they can better understand you know like uh, a lot of them didn't even know english and a lot of these civil war uh soldier guys sat down with them t- taught them english right. you know tried to give uh black women's uh children's you know safe havens to, to hide right you know tried to assist black people getting off these plantations right yeah there were uh, I only know of like two. I I can't really find out any more about it, you know. But there were some uh, rich white guys, you know, that would purposely go to these like auctions that they would have for slaves, buy as many as they could, and then just try to give them a cushy life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they would try. There, no, yeah. there one hundred percent was good things that happened. You know, when the whole enslaved slavery and freeing the slaves happened, for sure. But 
it that goes to something that people don't really account for is like if i do a hundred good things for you you're only going to remember the one bad thing that i did to you yeah but you know like i understand that i understand that theory right but the thing is how much of an insult is it to you that i only remember that one bad thing no it's a huge... I, out of the hundred good things you've done for me i'm gonna hold that one bad thing against you and okay let's, let's, let's take it a step further mm-hmm. you didn't even do the one bad thing and i'm holding it against you right it's kind of an insult but anyways okay yeah we, we, I, I, it's, <laughs> it's almost at three hours yeah, yeah I, I, we, we gotta cut it yeah. <laughs> that was <laughs> that's our two cents we'll fuck okay. off yeah Good no, night. <laughs> no, like this can go on forever but yeah at least we had a productive convo because we got all sides kind of again covered. that's how it's done people <laughs> <laughs> we're not we're not cutting each other's heads off over this guys we're listening to each other look at that conversation what the hell you can talk about this yeah i gotta admit james james was raising his voice at uh a certain part well i respected the passion well it's because a Respect. lot of a lot of it is bullshit a lot of it is a lot of bullshit oh, i thought you were saying what he said was bullshit. Like, <laughs> no 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 no, no. Was, no a lot of <laughs> James, your opinions are bullshit. <laughs> no, a lot of what he brought up was uh, was correct. A lot of it was correct. But once again, I, I think it's going to cost more for what they're wanting. And I don't think it's going to work the way they think it will, defunding it. Yeah. Okay, so I, I actually did have a small part of that. Yeah, go ahead. And I brought this up about um, something else that we – like a couple podcasts ago. I don't remember exactly what it was about, but um, – Maybe it was about sports. Anyway, um, so when you have more people trained more specifically, mm-hmm. you're going to ultimately, you're probably going to end up with fewer court cases mm-hmm. um, because things are going to be resolved outside of court. Um, you're probably going to end up with fewer people in jail. So you're going to tax those systems less. And necessarily because those are part of you know public funding, mm-hmm. you're going to have more public funding available. And therefore, you are going to... By spending more money, you're going to necessarily put more money back into the system, hypothetically. But right. anyway, that's the point I was making. Okay. Okay. I guess we'll have to see how it rolls out. Yeah. If it, I mean, if, if it, it passes, passes. assuming it, it passes. And for those of you wondering where Omar went, Omar, you want to uh, express why you usually stay out of stuff like this? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm. I'm pretty. I'm pretty unbiased about it all. Um, I kind of had a a thing growing up where um, I was well. I mean, I'm gay, one for most, right? So e- even though even though I'm 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 not black, right? I I don't I don't feel the whole uh, Black Lives Matter things. But as 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 a gay man, I I I, I have different problems like not not being accepting of of gay people, right? Like that's my struggle. Right, um, because everyone has struggles and everyone has their their points of views. Uh, I personally think it's bullshit. Everything that's happening, right? Um, but my my point on my point is that I learned to live with it, and I know that's not a very like good answer, but that's my way of of viewing it. Is that I have my own struggles, and I know someone else out there has the same struggles, but I don't speak for everybody. I speak for myself. So if something happens to me. It's because I got myself in that situation, and I personally uh, fight my own struggles. And I see people, right? I don't see color. So, like, you know, if, if, like, say, for instance, me, me being a gay man, 
means that I can't get a job because I'm gay. It's not because I'm gay. It's because I'm incompetent as a person. So that's my that's my view on things is like it's a people thing, not not so much a color thing, because if you continue to see it as such, then it will continue to be a problem unless you change the way you see things. Right. Because, you know, if you if you keep saying it's because I'm black. Right. Then it will be it'll continue to be because I'm black. Right. Same thing with me. Like it's not because I'm gay. It's because I'm not trying to do whatever it is. And, and and again, it's not the answer everyone's looking for, but that's my view on things, right? You want change for yourself, you do it yourself. You want change as a group, you do it as a group. That's 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 my, my that's that's just my thing. Also, you you can't get mad at Omar. Uh listen to the name Omar. He's Mexican. He has immunity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, he brings up a very solid point. That's that that's a one. That's that's yeah, human psyche one hundred and one, dude. Learn it. Learn to control yourself. Learn to look at the world differently. And well, it, it's like what I said that one time on the podcast. I feel bad uh, for people who can't just talk it out like we did. Right. I feel bad. Yeah, I have more to say on that, but I feel like we've gone far enough. So yeah. Anyways, uh, government and media are controlling everybody uh, by their emotions. Um. Um. Uh, conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. Boop up. Boop, done.